welcome to the Suspense is Killing Us podcast. My name, my name is Emily. Wow, <laughs> what a treat. Sunday morning. <laughs> what a treat for the listener. <laughs> yeah. Emily doing her famous Australian accent. Sometimes I just slip into it. I can't stop. What kind of a river? Beaver. <laughs> uh, who, and who am I with today? Travis Vote. It's me, Matt Lynch. Hi. Oh, man. Yeah. We are here. We've got quite a failed experiment for you guys today. Oh, God. You guys. <laughs> you uh, guys. This, I thought this was going to be a good idea, but it was not. No. It's <laughs> In some universe, it's probably a good idea. I spent my weekend watching the Night Eyes movies by myself. <laughs> Jesus I, I watched them like, one at a time like in my PJs early in the morning. I Well, Nick was out of town this weekend, so I watched the second and third <clears> one <throat> Friday and Saturday night. And so you couldn't personally attest to like watching them and getting like super turned on with your partner. No, I could not personally <laughs> attest to that. As many I, as many a middle-aged couple certainly did in oh, the I'm early sure. '90s, oh. watching this at home on Skinamax. Sure. These movies are for couples to improve their love lives. One hundred percent. The movies of Dirk Diggler. He yes. saved thousands of marriages. Not yes. for me alone, just like eating a nacho plate. <laughs> Going smoking some weed and nacho, being like nacho man again, eating again nachos, with these guys watching these movies and going what the fuck and just like zoning out during the like twenty five minute long slow making love you in can't a just forward scene. fast forward through those you know I don't my VCR doesn't have a remote woof that's a pretty good excuse <laughs> that's a so pretty... it's like I could get up yeah and press fast forward on the thing I watched digital files of these so I would just press the button until they were over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm looking at it. I watch it for a second and go like, I kind of got it. So, but so you heard it here first. Some sexy Lynch sex cheats on how he watches movies. This on, on porno, yeah, I do. On porno, yeah. Let's talk. Let's really talk about how we watch porno in this episode. Let's really drill down on that. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I'll, I feel really comfortable doing that. With we, you guys. We, we've got a lot of we've we've got a lot of good ideas on today's episode, and that's certainly among them. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. But this is, but these movies are like we're gonna have to explain to Emily and many of the listeners like why these movies are somewhat significant to, to Matt and myself because you guys and are boys of our generation. Guys. Yeah. Yes, uh, these movies these movies mean absolutely nothing to people born three years before or three and, years and after only us. in the aggregate. Like specifically, I wasn't going like, oh man, Night Eyes, that was the horniest one. No, no, no. You know, What's the horniest one? I couldn't tell you. Like I have no fucking idea. <laughs> You're like, I won't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> These uh, were just significant, I felt yeah, like. Yeah, just the idea, like the like conceptually, the idea of this kind of movie. It was all over late night cable. So when I was like 11 or 12, there were boobs on TV. Yes. And Shannon Tweed was like a... She a, was like one of the most popular of the, the stars. She has really nice boobs. Yeah. She was a Playboy Playmate. Uh, I actually Gene had... Gene Simmons' wife for a long time. Not wife. They weren't married. Yeah, what was that, that forum? They did get married eventually. Did they? Down. Yes. Should, they are still together. Doesn't they have children. Sweet? And Hugh Hefner's... She was with she was with Hef oh, like for a little while, so that's right? good for her. If you go on her, uh, her, if you go on her Wikipedia, she bounces back from her love affair with Hugh Hefner with Gene, Gene Simmons. Simmons. What a life! What a life! Yeah, knights in Satan's service. I stumbled on some sort of like message board from the early days of the internet. I don't really know, like it must have been a Usenet that they recycled on Google for I don't him somewhere. I don't know what that is, but I was like 1996. Mm-hmm. That was the first year I really got on the internet. <laughs> I'm unable to change the channel. I am mesmerized. Actually, that's not true. That is one well-built woman. <laughs> Good. 
Schwing, says one guy. <laughs> awesome. She's a babe? She's a robo-babe? If she was a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. Shannon, baby, dump that four-foot-tall pygmy and let's blast off into cyberspace together. She's Hell talking yeah. About, she's talking about the hey, star look, of- stop reading my, my personal <laughs> messages to Walker. her, okay? In this text thread, or whatever thread that uh, Emily's reading, they're referring to the Night Eyes films themselves, so they're talking about Andrew- Stevens, the producer and star of all three of these films. And the one guy claims that he is gay, gay, gay. <laughs> and I, I could not find any actual evidence of I that. Was, I was able to semi-verify that on Wikipedia. Oh, really? I, I could not. he had not. a live-in boyfriend for oh. some years. Because he was also married to multiple women, too. Yes. So, who like knows? Kate Jackson. Wow. Good for him. All He's these a- earthlink.net users chiming in. Yes. That's a, that's a fascinating document. It's from the mid '90s or something. That's like from that. when it was the information <laughs> superhighway. September yeah. 1996 is when everyone was just like still on What's AOL. The deal was I? with yeah with Shannon Tweed and Andrew Stevens. Any young, really young people listening to this, if such if there are, uh, there the internet did exist at the time. Mm-hmm. At that time, it was just was really. It was, it was it did, <laughs> minuscule compared to what it is. <laughs> Absolutely, now. but you could do stuff like. Have a long thread talking about the Night Eyes movies. Or play Mortal Kombat with a friend in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the possibilities were truly endless. Yeah. And then look at it now. It's awful. Yeah, it's gotten so much better <laughs> since then. <laughs> yeah. Also, everyone's like signing off on this like forum like they're sending emails to each other. Like, thanks, Cheers. Corinne. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Interesting. I remember I tried to get on when I, when I was... 14. I had Cine- Cinemania 95. I was like into <laughs> movies and shit like that. What a dork. And I got out, Cinemania and I, 95. It was like a CD-ROM, which was a thing that existed at the time. It was kind of like a CD-ROM Hello. version of like the Video Hound book. Uh, that's yeah. sort of. that's cool. Oh, it was very it was very cool. And so I was learning about movies through this thing. And then you could also get, go on AOL, America Online. So yeah. And go on like a forum. And this was about all you could do on the internet at this time was go on a forum. Or spend like yeah sixteen hours downloading. I, mean, I was on YouTube. You get AOL. Records, movies, current films. If you're a, if you're a twelve year old girl and you have AOL, you can definitely like go to the chat rooms and oh, talk, yeah. to, like, talk third, to like an older dude. Men. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, and have boyfriends online. And I got on the movies forum, like, because I'm a movie fan. Yeah. I was like, let's talk about movies, guys. And within like twelve minutes, everybody was like, what are you, a fucking ten year old? We're like what adult men sending you uh, <laughs> presents on AOL. No, Travis? nothing, nothing. There was nothing creepy. Not you? It. How about you? They what? laughed at me off the phone. Did you forum. get adult men like sending you presents and stuff? Presents? You know, like, like sending you stuff. I mean, besides like photos. Oh, okay. No. Mm. Oh my god, you guys. Mm. One time <laughs> One time on AOL <laughs> on AIM, AOL Instant Messenger. Um, I pretended to be this like mysterious like hot girl from another high school and got like the quarterback, this really hot quarterback from another high school to send me shirtless pictures. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not bad. That will get you sent to jail these days. Catfish that bitch. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Congratulations. Catfish. <laughs> oh, it's funny. We didn't ha- we didn't have stuff like that in when when we were kids. In fact, the internet was was good for nothing if it's pornography wise. If you wanted to download no, no. A, a like a porno video, it would take all days. day and it would be like a Postage 5 stamp. second clip. Yeah, the and you probably get like a stamp. bunch of viruses on your computer and stuff. Something. Exactly. So if we wanted to, if we say you were thirteen or twelve, like Matt and I were when when the movie Night Eyes came out, you had to watch these movies on Showtime. Yeah, you tape them or, or whatever. Cinemax. Would they show all of this stuff? What do you mean? All the sex. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like all of this pay cable. Just show so yeah. That? yeah, yeah, just like any movie. I, I know, but I don't know how it's it not was it's back not then. Uh, it's not it's simulated sex. I mean, it's not real sex. 
Yeah, but they're basically completely naked, like t- rubbing each other. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what happens yeah, when mommies yeah. and daddies love each other. No, I, know. <laughs> I know what sex is. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that's how birds and bees I just, are made. Like, I don't know. In my brain, like, I guess it would be like paid cable. Yeah, it was like HBO. In or my brain, or I'm like, like they show this on regular regular TV. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know how things. <laughs> it worked. was corroding the the brains and souls of the it youth. Certainly look what, happened, look what happened to us. Yeah. Uh, like the, there there was times. So like not everybody is obviously paying for Cinemax, HBO, Showtime. That was an extra nine dollars a month. It's... As Skinemax as we called it. Okay, and, so that was just what people called. That wasn't like a real channel. No, it was a real channel. Skinamax? Cinemax. I know, and but like Skinamax is what people called it. Because Skinamax was not a real channel. Yes, yes. Correct. Because Thank Cinemax was famous famously Shadow, like they were the really hardest. Uh, here's here's the breakdown of the pay cable channels as far as like the kind of action that you could get right, everyone, if you were watching. Everyone listen up, take notes. Yes. HBO HBO was like was trying was still <laughs> like it was even words. at the time trying to be classy. More classy. The worst you could get on HBO was um the famous docuseries Real Sex, which was yes. always a massive disappointment. Oh, yes. I remember. Because you'd I watch Real about Sex, this. and it would be like, nudist colony sounds good, and it would just be like the ugliest fucking people. We found the oldest nudist colony on yep. the face of the planet, and they all have leprosy. You know, something yeah. like that. Uh, it, but like, but Real Sex would hit you with something sometimes where you'd be like, Jesus, that's like yeah. the rawest. But it would be in a documentary format, so they'd be like, well, we're just showing the sex lives of adults, and this is all very sophisticated, and we, we're all, you know. Yeah. Showtime yeah. Showtime was real childish with the stuff. They were just like Red Shoe Diaries, like here's some sex and Red some Shoe Diaries, the whole Zalman King Red Shoe Diaries extravaganza, I found that pretty satisfying at the time. Yeah, but it was tame. And well, then, compared to this, it's about the same. It's about just it's just that those were a half an hour, so you didn't have to sit through a fucking ninety minute movie. Yes, I think that the that the Night Eyes movies are like Showtime caliber. Yeah, I would agree with that. And then Cinemax was was like fucking crazy, man. Like anything went like not not anything. It wasn't full on no porno or anything like that. But you'd see some stuff on Cinemax where you'd be like, Jesus Christ. The hmm. certainly the the more explicit end of the spectrum would be on Cinemax. Yes, I remember. Uh, it was also more packed with that stuff. Like HBO Showtime, they showed all kinds of regular stuff too. Yeah, Cinemax, Cinemax mostly showed like the lower end of the spectrum. Lots of B movies, lots of action films, lots of sex stuff. Yeah, when it was after eleven, it was going to be sex stuff. Yeah, I remember watching. Uh, the things I remember watching and then being like scared someone was going to catch me watching where it was basically MTV stuff. So remember when they would show like MTV Spring Break, mm-hmm. like the real the, the real Spring Break or whatever, and it was like absolutely unhinged and there would just be like boobs and stuff. Whoa. And like people just like making out and like wet t-shirt contests and stuff. And I thought it was like so crazy, but I would always make sure I like had my finger on the last channel button on my remote in case like my mom came in or something. But they would blur out the uh, yeah the nudity yeah, stuff. but it was but just li- it was literally yeah. like, dr- but it was like drunk young people like basically in bikinis and like thongs and stuff. And then also on MTV, there was the show from ni- in 1999 to 2002 called Undressed Whoa. with Christina Hendricks. Whoa! I didn't even realize she was in it until I just looked it up again right now. But it was like uh, it was like a scripted show about like teens and like young adults and like their romances and their like their like sexual relationships and stuff and it was like very raunchy for the time but i bet if i looked back on it it would have been like you know not as like euphoria or like skins or anything you know? yeah but those are my two and that was mtv and that was later so cable television what a gateway and then they and people would when i was a kid people were all concerned of like exposing children to pornography and stuff like that like that's gonna make everybody like teen pregnancy rates skyrocket or 
fuck people up or something like that. And now, like, the current youngest generation get to watch, can just watch, get to, can just watch, like, porno anytime, any place. Yeah, and they're anytime. like, and they're like, Matt's looking at some right now. They're not, it, <laughs> yes, Actually, Matt is currently. Sorry, I'm trying to fix a problem with uh, the website. Oh, <laughs> it just came okay. up. <laughs> Always fixing problems. I love it. Uh, yeah, and, and the kids now just aren't interested in sex. So at least that's what a Newsweek report said. They don't want more sex in movies. They just want their avocado toast. Wait, no, that's not an avocado toast thing anymore, Travis. <laughs> it's, it's a new generation did now. You see, did you see that article that came out that's like, millennials are getting older now. What does that mean for blah, blah, blah? And the picture is just like an avocado an avocado sliced in half looking into a mirror. And the avocado in the, in the reflection of the mirror is like all like brown and like what? old. <laughs> is that real? Yeah. Because us millennials now, Travis, us millennials now are becoming old, and now we have the 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 Zoomer generation, the TikTok teens. Uh, I'm trying to find this millennial toast, millennial toast, millennial avocado toast image, but uh, yeah. So that's astonishing. Yes, I'm, I'm now old. So going to lose my mind when I see this because the way I'm picturing it is uh, is quite magical. I have to say. God, I don't know if I can find it, but we'll we'll you know we'll get back to There's it. There's no sometime. way they, they had to go for the avocado because he can't show like ass eating looking at itself in the mirror. <laughs> getting old. Yeah, getting old. <laughs> this ass eating's gotten old. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the new the what the youngest generation is into, but uh, but they really missed out on like trying to watch softcore porno through like hazy fuzz when yeah. they were twelve years old. But that's the milieu in which the movies, all three fucking movies that we're going to be talking about today, come from. Uh, I don't understand what the business model of this was, and obviously it can't have generated that much money because these are very cheap movies. Yeah. But they were made presumably for like Showtime or Cinemax or something like that. These are all direct-to-video. They're all called Night Eyes. Mm-hmm. And... Like an action movie or like a thriller, these movies are delivery systems for a certain kind of set piece, and then and you're all you're doing is waiting between the different set pieces. And in this case, it's sex scenes, sex scenes, and like big uh, empty houses with like just like a few paintings here and there. Yes, like the, it's very sp- sparse. Very you sparse. Know? They get a little bit bigger as they go along. Yeah. And I kind of have a suspicion that these movies actually did make a lot of money. I th- there was a lot of money to be made on direct-to-video stuff yeah. back in these ti- in these days. Like honestly, I think a successful smut movie like this could make thirty, forty million dollars, just like real money. Is because it, it, it's not just like showtime. Forty million dollars. I think I read that somewhere about like like a how. A, like a, I don't agree with that. Uh, so it's it's for, it's for video stores too. It's not just like selling oh. the, the movies because they would have. Uh, covers to these movies like the Night Eyes. Uh, did you see the the box for Night Eyes three? I think it was. Yeah. Where it looks where like a porn. Like, it looks like porn. It's straight up porn. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then they would put yeah. this up at like Blockbuster or something, and, and everyone was like, "Well, holy shit! I'm too scared to watch actual porn." Or yeah. I live in Indiana I and mean, I can't get it. I watched the tapes from Scarecrow, and so those very same tapes were probably rented by the the horny dudes we're talking about. You know. Yes. Exactly. Those very same tapes, only to be picked up years and years later by me for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at Scarecrow for 10 years, and there is actual porno here, so people would rent porno. Mm-hmm. But I worked at a video store in Los Angeles in the early 2000s, and they did have a porno room, but there was a strong contingency of like middle-aged dudes who apparently were not comfortable with the actual porno. 
and would rent every single like softcore porn thing that came into the new releases section. They would, they would rent four or five at a time, mm. and presumably just like fast forward to the sex scenes, and that was good enough for them. Right. I don't know what their deal was mentally or what, why they were. Maybe they're just afraid of renting porn at a rental store. I maybe don't know. Maybe they just want some soft core. Yeah. Some people don't want to watch the dicks and vaginas and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Just like. Ugh. They don't Can want, I just they watch don't a, they don't need all the P and V. They just want the the tasteful caressing. Can I just watch a lady in the shower as the camera slowly pans up as she rubs her boobs? Some people are into that. Let's yeah. talk about girls in quicksand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I Dunk guess tanks. So. Absolutely. CPR. But the dude who Can't made these that movies. The, like, <laughs> one thing to know about all three of these movies is that they're all produced and starring a guy named Andrew Stevens. Stevens. And he also wrote two of them yeah, and directed the third. Two and three. These are his. These are his babies. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought that these were all Shannon Tweed movies. The first one, in fact, is not. Nope. It's Tanya uh, Roberts. But this guy, Andrew Stevens, these are his first three movies. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And he went on to produce something like 150 movies, some of which are legit. Mm-hmm. He produced Boondock Saints, mm-hmm. 3,000 Miles to Graceland, mm-hmm. <laughs> now, and also some good movies, too. He also directed Skateboard Kid 2 and oh. Virtual Combat. <laughs> Well, that sounds good. If there's one thing this guy liked, he like I looked at his filmography of like stuff he directed and wrote, and it's just like extreme cool sports, mm-hmm. like X Games vibe sports. Yeah, uh, the good stuff, like sexy ladies, mm-hmm. and he he has a, a talking horse movie, I think. Indeed, <laughs> are there any dog mm-hmm. movies on the list? No, you know I looked for that. Okay, I was like, if Andrew Stevens has we're a dog it. movie, we're yeah. watching uh-huh. it. I know. No. <laughs> no. Uh, well, but but he's he's one of those interesting producers who straddles like the cheapo crap. He he produced the In Laws, the Michael Douglas remake of the. In-laws I mean, when movie. you say produced, I don't think he probably had any creative input into these. He probably no, no, no. had a company that put some money into them. He's a mo- he's a money man, yeah, for sure. Whole nine um, yards. I'm just saying, like he's. What about in- the whole ten yards? He produced both of those. Good job, Andrew. And he's involved in some capacity in both the trashiest films imaginable and some legit stuff too. Like all through his entire career. Interesting stuff. Well, speaking of some real legit stuff. Oh, boy. I mean, okay, so the basic premise of all three of the night sizes is the same. Yes. Security guard and business owner Will Griffith. Legendary character Will Griffith. Yeah. uh, Gets hired to protect a sexy babe from, you know, your assortment of stalker fans, uh, assassination attempts, uh, creepy boyfriends, ex-husbands. What have you? Sometimes just rando dudes just scaling the wall Sometimes and running in Sometimes randos, there. Uh, and then he goes into their house and sets up a bunch of cameras to videotape everything. Uh, eventually, is seduced by or seduces the lovely lady for whom he is working, and then uh, uh, hijinks ensue. Yeah, there's no like personal and professional line that he, that uh, he will not that cross. He will not cross. Well, he'll fustigate and fulminate about it for like three minutes. For like, three minutes, maybe. Oh, we shouldn't do this. And, and he's then also do it. like, it's not like this is like some skilled like tech wizard. This dude literally just sets up cameras, <laughs> but they're like, he's the best. I think he's supposed to be. Yeah. He's I liked, the best. I like the part in, uh, in the second one where where he's just like, he keeps going like, I always got a backup. I've always got a backup system. I've got a backup. And then, uh, and then later in the movie, he finally uses the backup and is like, wait, it was that guy all along. He didn't know I had a backup. 
even though you told him. Will Griffiths is not, let's just say he's not the the sharpest knife in the drawer. He is, uh, I think he's, he's not I think playing he's with a working VCR. <laughs> I think he's dumb. He, he sets up all these cameras and then is constantly surprised uh, when his own shenanigans are caught on tape, <laughs> even though he is the man. He is the fucking guy. He is also, he's, dude, you are night eyes. Yes. He is supposed to be the best. The best. But he's, he's awful at his job. He is supposed to be protecting women from being. You don't have assaulted. a barometer for uh, for other security guard companies in the universe of <laughs> Night Eyes, though. So That's true. as far as we know, he could be the best. So for for each movie, there's a good like like two sexual assaults that happens on his watch. Yeah. Uh-huh. So maybe the other guys out there, you know, there's they got like five, six of them. Also, it's like, oh yeah, we gotta hire. You know who you need the Night Eyes guy. Because all there's always attacks that go on when yeah when he's working uh, he usually like has sex with his clients and everything ends up really crazy but you know you gotta hire him he's the best he's Nida he's the best and he's also it's that kind of movie because he produced you know he's the he's in charge of these movies he also looks so, like he's about five foot two apparently he is very short is he a short king he's a short king um, but he but it's also like it it these they all remind me of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place because you know <laughs> Garth Marenghi makes himself out to be the coolest most awesome guy and everybody's always going nobody's right. more awesome than Garth Marenghi because he's the one that's writing it It's it's got that thing going on and even in the third movie it's like nobody's a better father than you Will like you're a great great man <laughs> no one's more sensitive more good at fucking better looking good at, better at tech I mean it seems as though he is a wonderful lover according to these women a gen- certainly a, a gentle and sensitive lover he's a, a generous lover yes. he's a generous lover he's interested in depicting himself as sensitive uh, sure. well, okay, so what happens in the first one? Let's do the first one first. Let's do it. Rock star Brian Walker was throwing one of his celebrity get-togethers. His wife, Nikki, was the perfect hostess. Michael Vincent? You haven't seen my illustrious husband, <laughs> But the party was over. Jesus Mrs. Walker will retain residence in the Malibu house. Agreed. Michelson? Thank you for coming by. Now we'll call the security company and make sure everything is set. Night Eye Security. Alone in that house, Mrs. Walker needed full-time protection. But there was a catch. Oh, it's a good thing Brian Walker's a pervert. Save us a lot of time. It's Mrs. Walker's bedroom. Yeah. Did you get it? Brian hired us. I don't believe this. We're supposed to be protecting this woman, are you? Now we're spying on her? Nikki's indiscretion forced Will into action. He became fascinated by the torrid affair unfolding before him. Just get something on her, anything. To security. To security. Will had crossed the line. It's Tanya Roberts is the is the giddy ingenue. This one's directed by <laughs> Jag Mondra. Yeah. Yes. Jag. The notorious Jag. The notorious Jag. The notorious Jag. Jag. And um, who does Tanya Roberts play in this one? Oh, she God. plays a, girl. a lady. She's definitely a lady. She's definitely a lady. She's a girl. Uh, she's a lady, and she's dating a rock star. Correct. But, but what is she? What is she? What's her vibe? See, we don't really get her. She's not very fleshed out. I mean, she's fleshed out if you know what I mean. <laughs> but she's not. <laughs> Boom. Well, that there turns out to be a reason. I, I will give this movie this much. It's such a small, low-budget, kind of nothing movie that you're like, yeah, this is going to be what it is. Mm. It's going to be like this guy setting up traps and then the sex scenes every now and again and the end. And then like in the last 15 minutes, it's like, there's a plot? 
There's like an actual plot to this movie. So what happens in this movie is that she's dating this rock star. Well, they're not dating. They're they're getting a divorce. And mm-hmm. he the the rock star hires Will to put cameras in her house and spy on her. Because she was like, you're cheating on me and you're fucking around. And so that's why I'm getting this divorce. And that's why I, I, right. I deserve all this stuff. And then his lawyer is like, you know what? Let's hire the Night Eyes guy to put a bunch of stuff in the house and catch her cheating on me, even though they're getting divorced, just to prove that she's also a piece of shit. Blah, blah, blah. This guy's an Australian rock star with he doesn't crazy want her getting, hair. He doesn't want her getting any of his moolah. Yeah. His grip. He has crazy hair. I think it's probably wig. Uh, yeah. Australian accent. He is wild, and he just loves to party and like yeah. have sex with random women and be a huge dick. Nikki Walker is Tanya Roberts's name. Yeah, she this. he actually publicly announces their divorce at this party they're at mm-hmm. because she catches him cheating on her uh, by the jacuzzi bathtub, which right. is a popular place uh, for making love in these movies because <laughs> they're erotic and oh, that's a, a wonderful this is what it, this is what he <laughs> says to, uh, to, to tanya roberts she comes in there and he's fucking some other lady oh hey what are you doing here <laughs> fuck off bitch you were a bloody secretary when i met you you'd still be doing dictation and going down on the bus on fridays if i hadn't on the, rescued bo- on you. the boss trap not on oh, the going, bus going down on the bus yes is that what it, i didn't because i was like not going down on the bus she gets on the bus well that i mean they do have that is a phrase but it's a little too close to the ground for you that's yeah. too close to the ground. Um, yes, and uh, and she's like, "Fine, I'm finally leaving you." And, and at one point, she goes like, "I don't even know why uh, I'm married to you." And you're like, "Yeah, we." Good yeah, question. It's tough yeah. to tell. He seems like a pretty bad guy. And then and then there's like a whole party going on. And mm. I love the way they shoot this party too, because they have to do the thing where you like shoot a party and nobody is talking because you're gonna put music over the top of it. Right. But in this case, they just put like a quiet, tinkling piano music. So it just seems like everybody at the party is it's whispering. Quiet. Yeah. yeah. Really well, maybe it's an art. It's an art, if it's an art gallery opening, maybe people are like that. It's like a rock guy. It's just at his house. It's like a rock guy's party. And then she goes storming <laughs> down the stairs, and he comes. He's at the balcony. <laughs> and he's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to <laughs> announce the pending ending of my nuptials with that stupid bitch." Uh, what uh, Nikki, whatever her name Nikki is. Nikki the whole sh- And then he concludes his speech by throwing his glass at the whole party. He just heaves it down and everyone's Rock like, stars. ah! Rock stars. He's a bad right? guy. I'm divorcing her because I wasn't brought a brandy snifter full of green M&Ms. <laughs> yeah. And at one point, somebody goes like, he's essentially harmless later on. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He threw I a glass at that so. whole party. But anyway, so yeah, he starts to spy on her, and then, of course, he starts to get to know her, and they fall in love. And Well, the Night Eye security... I mean, it it originally was him and his brother. Yeah. These guys are some some boys some boys from Texas or Tennessee or Knoxville. something. And uh, what's up with the brother? He's got a brother in the first movie. He's got a brother in the first. movie. In the first movie, he's got a brother. I don't. Does I don't think he even dies in this, to the best of my knowledge. I was like, I was trying to figure out what happened one. to him at the he end because he is definitely not in the second or the third. He probably just you know maybe he did go back to Knoxville. I going back to Knoxville, brother. Yeah, it's that's Cooper what he Huckabee. Like. He uh, was, he's in a ton of shit, but you might remember him as one of the uh, evil dog-owning slave master guys from Django Unchained. Oh, well, we'll get into the the real solid cast in the next one, but this one's fine. It's got Tanya this Roberts in it, so that's good. Um, but yes, uh, <laughs> they get hired actually on at the behest of the Australian rocker, whose whose name is Brian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> It's me, Brian, the crazy rocker. Hi, Brian. It's me, David. Brian, <laughs> and most people just refer to him as Brian most of the time too. So it's Brian's coming. Uh, it's very funny. Uh, it's very funny. Um, but yes, the, him and his lawyer hire Will and his brother to watch 
his wife or his ex, ex his now soon ex, to be ex soon to be ex-wife, which to try seems to entrap totally her, totally legal to, to try to entrap her Absolutely in order legit. for her to get less in the divorce mm-hmm. uh, settlement. Basically. The idea is that they're I guess that the idea is that they're going to rig up cameras in, under the auspices of like protecting her. But what they do want to get is salacious footage of her having sex with somebody. Mm-hmm. If a night eyes guy comes into my house and is like, I need to protect you with these videotapes, uh, cameras, but we're putting one right above your bed. Yes. And, and in right your like you. shower. Yeah. Well, doesn't he like later before they have sex confess like, look, he hired me to put this in so he could spy on yeah, you. He says and then that. she's like, all right, well, let's have sex in front of the cameras now then. <laughs> that- and uh, that'll solve that problem. That is yeah. constantly happening in this yeah. movie. He's, he's, Will constantly forgets that he's rigged up cameras. That happens in oh every single God. movie. Yeah. Which specifically in this one, though, like he he says to her, like, "Look, this is a plot in order to get you on film having sex with someone who is not Brian in yes. order to screw you out of a legal settlement." And she's like, "Okay." And then they have sex and on camera, sex. and it's like, "Dude, I mean, I know you're going to go on to forget this many more times, but this one especially." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Will has a he's a difficult time it gets understanding. Pretty bad. Um, but what he also has maybe he has like memento, maybe he has like short term <laughs> memory loss, <laughs> and that's why he has the tapes so he can remember what happened to him. He has a good adorable pit bull that he has. He also has that in the second one. Who knows what happens to the pit bull in the third one? It is mentioned. Oh yeah, because they like recorded the dog's voice for like some yeah. of his. Well, stuff also somebody one. goes like, "What happened to that?" You know, you used to have that that cute little dog, and he's like, "Oh, he never." <laughs> they don't know. say what happened to the dog. I don't know. Um, so basically, he he moves. Does he move into this house in this one? Well, he sets up his whole security area, you know. Yeah. And then she like flirts with him or whatever, and like uh, before anything happens between them, she like tells her one of her girlfriends about it. And <laughs> this, this is quite something. Dude, her her friends like. Did he rape you or anything good like that? That's the line. <laughs> yeah. Literally, that's the line. Did he rape you or anything good anything like good that? Anything good like that. That might be the one and only time that that line has appeared in a movie in that way. Jesus Christ. But that also comes into play kind of later when uh, there's a- <laughs> did, he, did he generously and gently <laughs> make know. love to you or anything bad like or anything that? Bad? We don't like that. Later when she like tells him to- to rape her, quote unquote. Well, that's when the movie. Oh, that's great. Is, is having a plot, on. and that's it's all that's of a sudden there's a plot in this movie. Unbelievable, meager shit. as <sighs> it may be. I was surprised. Uh, so yeah, they can't really catch her sleeping around. The Australian rock star guy. Also, I don't know why I somehow like have so much to say about all these movies. We're but, glad you, uh, we go, we're glad you do. Frankly, <laughs> yeah. they can't seem to catch her sleeping around. The rock star guy's like, dude, with my lawyer, like I can't. They think they got her a few times. It turns out to be like what, her friend, that same friend who was like, "Did he rape you or whatever?" Like fucking a guy in her bed. Because <laughs> yeah. like also in these movies, yeah. the thing that happens is like people just leave their homes unlocked for their friends, friends to use for sexual yeah, if encounters. If you're friends, you're gonna let your buddy like have sex in your house. No, I'm friends with this guy. We can have sex in his and bed, even in the bed. Yeah. By the bed. way, are you gonna be home like tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> just wondering. Just gonna have. Se- I'm just gonna have penetrative room. sex in there. Well, I want to. I want. Well, what I want to do is time it so that like we're leaving right when you're coming home. Yeah, just so, give me like, time to set up the camera first. So, so like we have it. We <laughs> can have a little discussion about what's happened. <laughs> and then you. Uh. And then Matt goes in there, sees that the camera is set up, shrugs, Whatever. and does it anyways. And that's the Night Eyes movies. So also, uh, what happens during this time after they've kind of started their sexual relationship? Uh, <laughs> there's a, a guy breaks in and climbs over the fence and stuff and. 
oh no, it looks to be the rock star because he's got the big long crazy hair. And he comes in and he tries to These get, are the he tries to get him. <laughs> yes, these are the centerpiece action movies of the Night Eyes movies. A guy like jumping over the fence, running into the house, like maybe trying to, to a couple like, to like sexually assault to a girl. To sexually assault a girl and then they run up to him and they usually start by ripping their shirts open so mm-hmm. you can see the boobs. These are obvi- well, how obviously obviously the kinds of movies where uh, sexual like a sexual assault is sold is is, to, is another excuse for boobs. That's that's what we're doing here. That's one of the main reasons for sexual assault, period. Any oh, excuse Matt. for <laughs> Any excuse for boobs. <laughs> An excuse for boobs the movie. Um, and yeah, they just run up to him. They they tear their shirt off, and of course, um, Johnny Night Eyes, Will Griffith. Griffith. I keep wanting to say Will Graham, which would be fucking hilarious. No, it's like Peter Griffith from The Family Guy. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> uh oh. He's always he, he's the best <laughs> at this. He's always one step behind these guys who just hop a fence and run into the. He house. is very good at shooting them, though. Yes, he comes in. He'll come in a, a good two minutes into the assault. Yeah. It's already like gone gotten pretty far, and then he's like, "Hey, stop doing that." And this will happen twice under his watch per movie, mm-hmm. like almost like it's a guarantee. Well, that's what you get when you sign up with Night Eyes. Yes, and that happens with uh, the rocker guy mm-hmm. who we're again told Brian. later on in the movie Brian's harmless. harmless. Brian. <laughs> well, he did Brian. break it and tried to rape her. But I mean, it turns out there's something else going on that's here. That's true. There is something else going on. Try as we will try to explain it when we come to it. Yeah. They, these are saying. not good movies or, or well written, but not really. they do always try to have some <clears throat> sort of ex- something extra plot. No, it's not. It's not Another always level. what. It, well, the third one it kind of is exactly what you think it is the whole time. I guess, yeah, well, well, yeah, we'll get to it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the he, he gets. Uh, what, what happens with this rock star? That's going to be another problem. Is like everybody's the same in these movies. Well, that's why I'm call the notes. He. Okay, so he. Uh, Spit it out. I'm trying to figure out where we are plot-wise. So there, he's so, interrupted the initial burglary by Brian. Yeah, um, and then and burgle his ex-wife. I mean, are we already at the scene where she like ha- tells him to have sex with her roughly in front of the camera? Yes. Okay. So, Nikki. <laughs> yeah, Nikki. Tanya Roberts. Tanya Roberts is like, I'm so happy that you've protected me from all of this. Like, please. Uh, like rape me in yeah. front of the camera S- sexually basically. rape me yeah. I had to go back and rewind that a couple times because it's well because <laughs> it was so it hot so well she's into it it's, it's she's saying yeah. it kind of quietly and I'm, consen- I'm watching it on VHS tape and she's just in there making out and it seems all very tender and then she's like rape me and he goes what's that was that you Come again? Was that? And she goes rape me He's excuse like, oh, me uh, okay and then he does so it is a Right you now, it's, like, it's a consensual kind of kink situation. What is yeah. what it seems like? Oh yeah, and they're they're both into it, and it's in front of the camera. Uh, but then, duh, well, you set up these cameras, so now the tape, uh, the lawyer of the Australian rock star sees this tape, which he knew he would see this tape because Nikki is behind all of this. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, she turns out she's the bad guy. She actually hired yeah. Bob. I don't know what I wrote. To make Brian... Uh, oh, shit. I don't fucking know. To be, <laughs> this someone is always, hired... This don't is you always. remember the names of the people you knew the names of about 30 seconds ago? <laughs> no, these are different people. <laughs> yeah. And there's another different person that we're not that we're not going to mention that we yeah, have to bring up Yeah, hired someone to make Brian look bad, but then almost shot main guy, did a fake double take to disarm her. That's the end of my notes on the oh, first oh, one. <laughs> all right. Yes, it is a scheme that somehow her and some other guy... Yes. Who drives a uh, convertible? Yes, 
and is just like occasionally seen canoodling with her. That's that's her other boyfriend. It's some other boyfriend. And then <clears> at one point, Will is like, you know, like goes and talks to the guy, and the guy's like, "Yeah, fuck off, dude," or whatever. Yeah. And then she goes like, "I'm not interested in you anymore, other boyfriend. I've got Will now, and we're gonna be in love." Yeah. And he's like, "I don't like that." That's Man. the scam. Is that that's they're, the yeah. scam? They're setting up Will basically to uh, seduce him, and the outcome will either be. That uh, they get rid of Brian sort of legally because they'll make him look bad, or, or they'll kill him. They'll kill him, which is what she's setting Will up to do. Pamela yes. Smart style. Okay. Yes. Uh, and then the boyfriend and will and uh, uh, Tanya Roberts will get all of Brian's money. Brian's money. Brian. He's cash. He's grip. He's dockets. <laughs> and uh, and they'll make they'll make a life for themselves uh, spending. Yes. It's a weird plan. Hmm. It seems uh, like that weird of a plan. It's, it's just that you guys got really confused. Well, yeah, I think it's a weird plan. I feel muddy, like there are better ways to go plan. about it. Well, um, they're trying to basically set Will up as a patsy so that the the you know the murder doesn't come back to either of them. I yes. think you know what I forgot about the third guy, the, yeah. the extra boyfriend. So that's what kind of threw me off because I forgot why she was. Even it's a classic s- scenario at the end where it's like, oh, that guy, yeah. the guy it's who you the- knew was probably involved somehow, <laughs> is indeed so. The other guy who's in it. It's the most complicated of the plots of any of these three movies. Which is not saying much, though. It's not saying, and it all just sort of happens at the end. It all just sort of yeah. like, oh, oh well, because the middle act of the movie is them like you know going on doing retail therapy and then like having sex and they get do in the do, shower. They do retail therapy. Yeah, there's they, this movie waits until almost like twenty minutes before the end to have like a big long <clears> sex scene. Plot. But but it like but it really goes like we're doing a ten minute long sex scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, they also have sex in one of those like wicker peacock chairs. That those, looks like, uncomfortable. Those, like, old chairs and that unstable. always look like they're gonna like fall through. <laughs> yeah. But that are like really cool when you see them but yeah they have sex I wouldn't want to have sex in one of those no, things probably seems like that would be it's fine chafe it a works little. good it's, it's my sex chair <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're sex chairs for a reason I call it wicker fuck chair <laughs> WFC wicker yeah. wicker fuck uh, anyway, yeah, she's, um, giving him, she's giving him a back rub and then he turns around and there's a little bit of movement but it's generally like these sex scenes are generally tr- trying to be like, isn't this sexy but also like romantic? Because mm. we've got like everybody's moving slowly Some and focus. sensually. Yeah. Some Some roses focus. on the bed. There's, There's a saxophone lot of, like, music playing. Boob sucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, well, we really get to it in the second one. Oh yeah, uh, we do. Boy, oh boy. Um, but yes, they they kind of like get that. Uh, the sex scene in this one. There's like a slight sex scene at the very beginning, and then honestly, it goes like 50 minutes, which is insane for a movie where that's basically the only thing that they have going for it. But then they kind of make up for lost time, and you get this big chunk. And if you are missing sex scenes, you'll be tired of them. <laughs> by the end very, of this podcast. Very, very quick. Everybody, yeah, and then this one, you're just like, Jesus Christ. Uh, I did want to point out that there's a couple uh, original compositions mm-hmm. for this movie. By the way, uh, Tanya Roberts, not naked in this movie. That is not her. I, there seems like there's... Body double. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a, a couple original songs. Uh, by Richard Glasser and Norman Salit. Mm-hmm, and Norman mm-hmm. Salit, um, I think, wrote a hit song for Foghat or something like that. Um, but here's here's the lyrics to one of the songs. I think that the song is called Night Eyes. Mm. As they say that they say that love's the greatest mystery, a game without any rules. She's like every change in weather. One day hot, next she's cloudy and cold. That sounds good. They say there's a flame in every heart that burns forever in time. Tonight, memories remind me that you're mine. Hmm. That's lovely. So it's really romantic. Did you write that? Yeah. (laughs) Norman Salit wrote that. uh, Thank you. 
Tanya Roberts is one of my favorite Bond girls. Oh, my God. Wait, sorry. I'm it's showing the avocado I found, picture. <laughs> I found the avocado, what avocado picture. picture. What are you talking about? How do people about? live with themselves? Oh, just that millennials are getting old and it's the avocado looking at itself in the mirror <laughs> oh, and it's, all, it's all brown. <laughs> <laughs> millennials are hitting middle age and it doesn't look like what we were promised. Yeah, what the, the fuck are you talking about? I'm not about? there yet. It doesn't so. look like what we were promised. We were promised okay. fresh avocados. Uh, <laughs> forever. Forever. Tanya Roberts is one of my favorite Bond girls. She's from A View to a Kill, the final Roger Moore installment. I love Tanya Roberts. She's really, really funny in that movie. Uh, she doesn't really... A big chunk of her dialogue in A View to a Kill is just her exclaiming, James! James! There are, there are like James. there are stretches in A View to a Kill of one to two minutes where it is her only dialogue, but yeah. many, many times does she say it. I feel like her in this movie, I, I didn't really get a feel for her, you know? No. I feel like Shannon Tweed kind of came after this, through. Shortly after this, her erotic thriller the period really came out. Being more like... Uh, more, uh, Kind of developed. <laughs> this is the beginning character. of like a career downswing for Tanya Roberts. Then shortly after this, she became like, along with Tweed, like one of the top erotic thriller, you know, yeah. actresses of the day. I mean, beautiful women, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. Shannon Tweed make, makes a much stronger impression in the movie she's in. Tanya Roberts sort of seems because I think that the idea, at least maybe from her perspective, is that she's supposed to be kind of a blank because she's evil and she's trying to disguise it. Yeah, that's it. true. And yeah. then at the end, but it just ne- never works, no, and she doesn't. just sort of seems flat and boring. Um, but she's she is in the Beastmaster, and to, in she my she turned in, down Beastmaster too to be in this. Oh, Tanya. Well, I mean, whatever. Ton. I don't know. <laughs> Apples and oranges, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, but she's t- to my mind most famously in Sheena, mm. Queen of the Jungle, quite a movie, a PG rated film from the early '80s where she is naked frequently. It's Good movie too. In, uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 like fun. There's a directed lot of by stuff. John Gwillerman, who did like the Towering Inferno. Yeah. It's and it has a very bizarre score. It's it's one of the strangest movies. Features one of the best car stunts in any movie I have ever seen. Wow! Holy shit! Do you remember this? Well, at yeah, the I end have to of the do movie, that on the Patreon someday. At the end of the movie, when like there's like a final showdown between like Sheena and the bad guy and Ted Wass, who is the the hero of the movie, like the ma- the male hero, and there's like uh, uh, the guy driving a jeep and it gets flipped and it's just like brutal, violent crash. It's crazy. It's really violent. It's full of like full frontal nudity. Mm-hmm. It is PG. Yeah, I used to. I probably rented it fifteen times, and my mom was like, "That kid sure likes Sheena, Queen of the Jungle." Yeah. It's got a like vibe of something like Phantom or something like that, where yeah. like it's a throwback, you know, kind of superhero fantasy. It's good. It's, it's good. not great, but either way, but Tony Roberts has got a special uh, mm-hmm. place in my heart for for this sort of stuff. She's not. She's not particularly. Any great shakes in this? Like Shannon Tweed comes across really well. I th- well, especially for, in the this, one. for this sort of content, uh, for this, she she does really good. And then does Tanya Roberts get killed at the end of this one? Nope, she just goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Goes to Jizzy. She gets to have like a little. She gets she gets to get a little <laughs> bit villainous. The pokey, the the who's cow, the state pen, the big house. <laughs> Yes, this is this is funny because he because um, Will really defines himself as a security guard. Mm-hmm. People are mm-hmm. constantly going like, "I can't believe I was outdone by a security guard," and people are like, "What are you a bodyguard?" And he's like, "No, I'm a security guard." What's wrong with that? Well, he like, keeps getting introduced to people, and they're like, "This is a security guard, Will Griffiths," and somebody will be like, is, "Are you like a bodyguard?" And he's like, "Well, something security like that." Something like that. Security guard. I mean, he guard. takes pride in his work, even if his work is. Often so gets him into trouble. He really does. But this is this is her uh, Tanya Roberts when she's in like villainous mode when he he realizes that the whole thing has been a scheme, and he's getting his he's in the process of getting his heart broken. And she I think she might have a gun on him at this point. <laughs> and you go back and look at the videotape, you can actually see you the frame see. where his heart <laughs> breaks. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and he goes. Uh, she goes. You didn't really think it was for real, did you? You're a security guard for God's sakes. 
And she's like a big shot, hot lady, uh, wife of a. I think she's a painter too. That right? happened to me one time. Oh you yeah, you didn't I think this was real? Did you just work at a video store? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then, and then at the and end, it, it concludes with Australian rock star boyfriend. Yeah, it's got a funny, like a amusingly, I don't know if bleak's the word for it, but like sad ending where like Will like. He gets the drop on Tanya. It's really funny how he gets. He just takes the gun out of her hand. She's yeah. like, "Now you're done for." He's like, "Yoink!" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh well, I guess I'm done for." Yoink! <laughs> and then they're and then they should, they're like putting her in the the cop car and driving away. And Will's brother goes up to him and goes like, "Hurts." Really fucked it. the dog on this one, didn't you? <laughs> well, he goes, "Hurts, doesn't it?" And he goes, "Yeah, it hurts a lot." The end. <laughs> da, 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 they say that love is made for two people. <laughs> Play the song again. Um, yeah, and that's and that's, that's Night, Night Eyes, Eyes one. Uh, Night Eyes the first. Night Eyes one. Uh, it's you know you can it, get Night Eyes swag like you can buy Night Eyes ball caps. Ooh, I would absolutely wear that. If somebody cool. wants, if somebody wants to get me a Night Eyes security company ball cap, I will wear it. Absolutely. Yeah. I won't wear um, a hat. I want a Night Eyes <laughs> Letterman so jacket. I've only seen the hats. Ooh. Yeah. I yeah, don't know buy what us I want. Night Eyes swag, everybody. Okay, yeah, buy us Night Eyes swag. We'll figure it out. There we'll is like how a. Use it. There is like I think in the first two, but not in the third one. There is a Night Eyes like logo. Yeah, they have it on the side of their van that mm-hmm. he's developed for, and it's that's what you want. It's you very want that cool. logo. It looks like a pair of tits. <laughs> it's like the Hooters logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see, this looks like really legit security. Well, he's on the downslope of his career in that one too. Yeah, that's right. That's true. It's pointed out. Yeah. He's the best, but you, you do, were the do, best, but now, uh, now, that guy actually yeah, po- get... points out that he fucks up all the time, and it's like it's true. He's bad at his job. Yeah. Right. yeah you got any more? Uh, yeah, there's tons. Of, I mean, these these are like dumb B bad B movies. They're full of like hilariously stupid lines and shit. Um. Oh, th- th- I love this. This remind- reminded me of Wet Hot American Summer because it opens with Will being introduced doing what he does, mm-hmm. barely rescuing a woman from being sexually assaulted. Right. This is when he's on some prior job. It's like an establishing scene. Mm-hmm. And w- wouldn't you guess, some guy's hopping over a fence, running up to a house, <laughs> breaking in. He runs at a lady, tears her shirt off, and then like kind of rolls around on, on the bed with her for like two minutes, and then he busts in. But while this is this has been allowed to happen because his brother... Went for coffee. Was asleep at the switch. Or That's s- probably why he's not in Night Eyes anymore. Is because he's just like You're not fired. As his brother. Yes, or maybe well, Will- his bro- He works for his brother in this one. I think Will is actually the one getting coffee. It's not worth parsing. Either way, the the scene ends with like this is a big kerfuffle, but in, they end in up this saving. One, his brother is the one who owns the company. His brother is uh, like his boss. Yes, yes. And we we never hear from him again after this uh, movie. It's assumed that he bought him bought him out or whatever. And yes, yeah, owns it owns it out right now. But this scene ends with his uh, his brother like fucks up saving this lady. Will shows up and saves her at the end, mm-hmm. and, but because but he was out getting coffee, and it ends with his brother they're like smiling at each other, even though they absolutely failed. They absolutely failed. I mean, it could yeah. have been worse, but Jesus, and and his brother goes or Will goes next time. You go for coffee. Hey. <laughs> and they like laugh. But that reminds me of a scene at the end of Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, yeah. It's like next time you drive the you drive the van. <laughs> so it's that kind of stuff. It's good to go into town even only for an hour. This is the evil <laughs> this is the evil Brian. Evil rock star. Did you did did God Did I what a weird this is a weird opinion to have. Did God ever create a security guard with half a brain? I suppose that's a contradiction in terms. What? Like, I you love have when an, God you have opinions security about guards. security guards, uh, like intelligence levels. 
God put me on earth to be a part of the well, night. God has, uh, God has two level two levers. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the horny friend who said the, the rape oh, line. Uh-huh. Uh when you said security guard, I pictured some geriatric with a flashlight and a bottle of prune, prune juice. juice. <laughs> She's he's carrying what? around a bottle of prune juice. And it's, this line is so funny, and the movie thinks it's so funny that later on uh, Tanya Roberts oh, says, brings it back and goes, yeah, you know what she said? She said when she pictured a sub-security guard, she pictured a geriatric with a flashlight and a bottle of prune juice. Like, we got to get it out Will twice. goes, it's that also, is a really good line. That's a great line. Also that was mine. weird, because is that, is, that is that a common security guard trope, that they're old well, with prune juice? No well, probably not the prune trope. juice, but the, the prune juice associates with old. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. like, she's talking about, like, the guy likes the guy in The Simpsons. Like, why do I always announce myself before I come around the corner? Well, I'm an yeah, idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> he should be carrying a bottle yeah, of prune, bottle prune juice. juice. Um, uh, this, is, this is just some banter between Tanya Roberts and Will. And for, for whatever reason, at one point, Will goes, life's too short. And she goes, so is my mother's second husband. I also that's wrote actually that pretty one good. Down, I like that. It was, like, it was weirdly funny and, and out of nothing. Like <laughs> for our anniversary, my wife said she wanted to go somewhere she'd never been before. I said try the kitchen. <laughs> well, I have to say, ouch for Tanya Roberts' mother's second husband, <laughs> Barry. <laughs> this is just some banter at the at the whispery party. That's uh, a good club. Have you been there? This might banter be at the whispery party. <laughs> I'd go to that. Let's go to the whispery party tonight, guys. This is just two, two people that I don't believe we ever meet again. You can't go. You're going to the hockey game. <sighs> Yeah, sorry. We're going without you. Whatever. <laughs> this is this is uh this is two people just talking as the camera like whizzes by them. So, she goes to Mexico for a vacation and she comes back with a plastic surgeon. And then the other person goes, "What's so weird about that?" And he goes, "A female plastic surgeon?" And the guy goes, whoa, 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 "Oh no." He goes, "Oh no." <laughs> um <laughs> this is the Brian talking about how, how his obsession with uh Tanya Roberts. I can't get her out of me brain. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that one. Uh, she must have a flashing billboard across her chest that says bimbo in training. That's a good one. Cool. Isn't there, wait, there's another line, hold on, where somebody goes like, hold on, let me see if I wrote it down. Because I thought this was really funny. God damn, I must not have written it down. You fool. It was something like, uh, like she's not smart enough to be a bimbo. Or something like that. Yeah, she's a bimbet. She's a bimbet. Yeah. Oh God. That bimbo wouldn't be right. She's too dumb to be a bimbo. She's a bimbet. Yeah. Something something like that. that, Yeah. Yeah, Good. Ouch. Damn. A lot of slams. A lot of premium slams in this movie. Premium slams. (laughs) It's basically a diss track. (laughs) Uh, Nothing's easier than forgiveness. Somebody says. And is is that true? I, I don't know. Nothing's easier than forgiveness. And the tagline uh, on the poster of this movie. He was hired to watch. Now he's tempted to touch. Oh, he's clearly always tempted to touch. <laughs> it's not just—it's oh god, this guy can't <laughs> stop himself. All right, this no. should be. This should I be don't a, trust him. Ratings, <laughs> ratings. This should be interesting. Oh Jesus, I I'm giving this two and a half this. juds. Wow. Oh my god. I'm no. giving them all. I'm going to give them all two and a half juds. No. Because they're—I mean—they're in and out. They're ninety minutes. They're. They're doing exactly what they I, think they're if doing. If we are ju- judging these movies on their intent, judging on what the movies that they're ca- trying to be, yeah, yeah, true. I mean, this is this is exactly what it says on the box. Not exactly. I'm fair. not going to sit there and argue that they're good. Yeah, but I found they're all amusingly bad. Yeah, and this is no exception. Um, he's he's terrible. She's fun. Uh, yeah, it's not it's nothing special. It's definitely like. 
I was really amused by it because of sort of like I keep talking about. I admired its purity. Like <laughs> this is exactly what that is, what these movies are, but uh, it is boring. Yeah. Uh, the second one's an improvement, but uh, yeah, two and a half Judds. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it four Douglases. You know. Yeah. All right. It's that's what these movies are. This is but exactly they, what we're looking for, man. But it, but it goes a long time between sex scenes. Yeah, but, but they're then it more does, explicit than just about anything we get in the movies not, we usually yeah. do. But also, we have to remember here that Douglases are mean different things to different people. Yes. So. Absolutely. There is a there is a sex scene in it that is like quintessential this type of movie sex scene. Bingo. Where they're in a shower. Yeah. And she's like sitting on a like. The, the shower's got like a little step in it, and she's sitting on that with her legs spread, and then he's on his knees facing her, and it's like I know that that definitely looks like totally is clearly it wasn't idea. sexy enough for you to not memorize the whole oh, yeah. layout of I've the scene. I've probably seen it like a dozen times when I was twelve or something like that, but you're just sort of like that's not how people have sex. But yeah. I know that that's realism like is a definitely not the goal here. I know, yeah. but it's it's weird how far from it it is. Yeah. I think it might be like part of the process of shooting them or something. Like if we're at this angle, we can definitely have no Maybe his there's penis no worries. is like really really big. And that, it's just like She's definitely seems up, to be like a size queen. Like, they should say that then. Yeah. His penis <laughs> the is really that big we're having and sex it goes, this way. like it goes up. <laughs> the reason we're having sex this way is cuz your penis is really really big. It kind of like goes it up. It kind of like goes up. It goes up and like this. <laughs> it goes like that. When my friend said security guard, she said that you were like an old geriatric with a can of prune juice, but I said no, it kind of goes up like this. It goes this. up and across like one of those Tetris pieces. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to give it the generic four Douglases. I think this hits the spot. It does exactly what it's supposed Set to do. Hit her spot. Exactly. Because it's well, big it's and Will it Griffith. Up. It's big and goes up. It's big and goes uh, up. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm going to give it. Uh, 10 out of 10, uh, 10 out of 10 cameras you shouldn't have sex in front of. Damn. Yeah, and there probably are 10, if There's not more least. cameras. Least, he's dude. the best. Yeah. He's the best absolute the best at this sort of shit. He's, he's one of the, the best, if not which the is, best. Which is just says something awful about the biz itself. Yeah, the industry is just corrupt <laughs> and shiftless. Really fucked up. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess if we're judging these on the, like, judging it as a cheapo uh, direct to video erotic thriller type of thing from 1990 I, i'm gonna give it two though because i think these these movies get a little bit better than this and it and it's just so boring for long spans of time for and, and i and i feel like it knows it too it's getting itself over with these movies are all a little bit over 90 minutes and it's like you you know you're supposed to be 80 minutes if right they were 81 minutes yes Ooh. you have to Ooh. like it's a, a movie like this it's a crime if it's even a minute over 90 minutes well i think minutes. that that is the achilles heel of the night eyes trilogy is like they do think they're trying to make real movies here. yeah and by and that is especially glaring by the third one where oh, it's yeah. like oh they really think that they're making art now they're even commenting on it fucking strange uh but yes this got very tedious and Tanya Roberts is uh, uh, not good as not as good as Shannon Tweed, as we'll discuss. Uh, you wouldn't have it, known that this, at this point, though. That's true, uh, but I, I just would have found it boring. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give it two and a half. Eh, three Douglas is fine. It is like a sex movie that has like long sex scenes in it, but they're just like they don't seem smutty to me in any way. They're just they seem very sterile. You didn't get a boner. I didn't. Oh my God! Ladies and gentlemen of the audience, guys. let me talk about that. Well, it seems like that's what you're saying. <laughs> we talk about this <laughs> every episode. so hard to tell us that he didn't get a boner. Yeah. It goes up and across. 
Yeah. Uh, what was the, what was the term? It was, it's it goes. We've already forgotten. I don't know. It's big. It's we said big it like a hundred. It's times. big and it goes up. It's big and it goes up. It's big it goes up and a little like this and a little like that, like the Tetris piece. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, and I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten. Glasses thrown at a party. Mm. But he's harmless. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to give Night Eyes one. One and a half Juds. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. It's bo- it was boring to me. Uh, it was just it didn't look great. I don't know. Whatever you guys. The, I I do believe that the second and third one were a little more interesting to me. So we'll get there. But uh, one and a half Juds, and I'm gonna give it three Douglases for just like naked sex. <laughs> And uh, but it, but it wasn't too sleazy or like gross or whatever or like the rape me stuff I guess yeah the rape me stuff is pretty intense that's there. how Kurt Cobain came up with that song the rape me <laughs> stuff was fine because they were both like okay that sounds good that's the first time where any where it ever gets sort of like whoa that's racy you know sort of yeah thing. I don't know so that and then I'm gonna give it oh god uh. I am going to give it ba, 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 a, a wicker chair to have sex on. Boom. Ten, <laughs> ten out of ten of them. Ten of them. There you go. Yeah. Very good. All right. Night Eyes the second. Night Ooh. Eyes two. For the following year, right? 91? Yeah, 91? I think that they just went straight in a row. Oh, yeah. They 91, were these babies out. Rodney McDonald. I arrived as soon as I could. How is your friend? I won't know until I get to the hospital. And my wife? She's upstairs safe. How could something like this have happened? Somehow the assailant knew enough to get around the backup systems. Any alarm can be beaten, Mr. Mahanis, as long as the intruder knows the setup. I would not make wild accusations, Senor Griffith. You may succeed in embarrassing yourself. I'll tell you what's embarrassing, sir. We've got a leak. My partner's been shot and your wife almost killed. When you're ready to deal with it, you let me know. Oh, Rodney. <laughs> Rod McDonald. Who directed Desire, mm-hmm. Scorn 2, mm. The Elf Who Didn't Believe. I think I've was seen that also Scorn an erotic 2. <laughs> no. And Night Eyes 4, which we will sadly <laughs> not be covering. So sadly not be covering. Goddamn tragedy. Uh, well, th- this movie steps it up a little bit. This movie has the best. This is the best one. Um, relatively. This one gets kind of uh, fucked up a little bit. Yeah, it get, and it gets down to business right away. It expands the universe, too, whereas yes. like the first one basically all takes place in one house. This one takes place on one like block. <laughs> it's, it's, it's epic in scale compared Night to the Eyes last Avenue. one. Avenue. There's shots where you're like across the street from the house. It's crazy. I really like the opening of this movie when... Uh, <laughs> when there's it's sort of it doesn't start right away with the sex scene, but there's a sex scene pretty quick. Uh, oh God, yes! And Jesus, then, and this then, is fucking crazy. <laughs> and then uh, it turns out that the sex scene is happening at Will Griffith's apartment, but it is not. Fe- does not feature Will Griffith or anyone he is dating. <laughs> it's his best friend his from buddy. the Air Force. It's his buddy Jesse. Wait, from the Air Force, right? I or think from so. the Air Force. Uh, they were in the Air Force. And it's, it's Tim Russ from Star Trek Voyager, who played Tuvok. Tuvok. Detective Jesse. What a cast this movie has. And uh, Will Will comes home, and they finish. 
They they fuck a lot. And I then, mean, it's a whole sex yeah, scene. Yeah, it's a whole scene. And it's then gonna Will, have to last you a long time. Will comes home and and sees that it. Well, Will comes home, finds his door ajar, so enters with his gun drawn. <laughs> Typical night. Because they left the fucking door. They left open. the door open. And it finds that it's his buddy Jesse, and they're like, "Ah, oh, it's like good to see you, buddy." So a thing that happens in the Night Eyes universe is you let your you, know, you leave your apartment and open to your friends to come and fucking. Yeah. What, what were you doing having sex with a stranger in my bed? And ah, it's like it's clearly she's also like a flight like, attendant. <laughs> also, it's like my best friend's a security agent or a security guard who is like infamous for setting up a million cameras. I'm gonna go have sex in his house. Like, yeah. but it's well, it gets better though because like first of all, there's a funny bit where like it's clear that she's like a flight attendant. Tenant or something because she's like maybe I'll she call works me next for the rent a car company. Oh, she works for the rent a car company. And I can company? prove it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she had like a uniform on, so I assumed it was a flight attendant's uniform. But maybe I you're can't. right. In any case, she le- she leaves and she's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'll uh, I'll call you next week. And she leaves and he kind of turns and looks at Will and is like, I don't know. <laughs> and then Will is like, hey, let me show you something. And he takes him over and he's like, look, I got you on videotape having sex in my bedroom. They and they're him. and they're just like, then they both watch pretty him cool, huh? Sex. And then he's like, you can have the tape. And Tim Russ is like, nah, you keep it. You might be able to get a few pointers out of it. Um, I'm weird interested. This is just a thing. This is just what dudes do. <laughs> I'm interested Ladies, in Ladies, this is what men do. <laughs> it's fine. All of us. And every it, single one of them. And it's fine. It's 100% Circling, fine. It's fun and good. Circling back, I want to know how Travis can prove that she works at the, <laughs> at the rent-a-car well, agency. Well, I called. I can prove, I can tell you what rental car because you said it so confidently that I want to know. Well, I can do, tell you is that it on her uniform or something? Nope. Uh, he so she comes. She has the blue blue uniform on, and she pops out and goes like, "That was some real great sex, Mister, or whatever." And she's like, "See you later, <laughs> Mister J. See you later. <laughs> See you later, Mister J." And then he like, and then she leaves, and he looks at Will, and he goes, "They really do try harder." Oh right, because Avis Rent-A-Car's, uh slogan is "We try harder." Good. That's your proof. Unless he's just going Look like just any rental car company. Look at Travis coming joke. in with the with the evidence. I like how he picked up a girl at the rental car company though. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> That's Do like, you come with a car? It's still Oh you. It's you it would in any <laughs> other movie it would be the the a stewardess because that's the classic one, but in right. this one they wanted to do a little oh. different. Yeah, we got a little, we got something a little different. We do things a little different here at Night Eyes too. We might have done that in Night Eyes one, but this is Night Eyes two. Yeah. We're building Meanwhile, a universe here. Shannon Tweed is the wife of a famous Mexican politician, played by Richard Chavez, Poncho from Predator. Her name's Marilyn. Bullshit, Marilyn. man. You ain't afraid of no man. Yeah, that guy. That guy. The he little, he's goes, the little guy. He also has one of my favorite lines in Predator. I can make it. <laughs> and then he gets blasted by gets the blasted. Predator at that exact yeah. moment. Uh, and uh, they're driving to like wherever they're going to stay in Los they're, Angeles. They've been in the America for two hours. Yeah. And... Uh, Oh, there's an assassination attempt uh, on them as they enter their home. Sniper sniper and everything, and and then and then the 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 husband Poncho is like, "You, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the house. You stay here. They want it's me. They want. (laughs) I'll cover you. Once I get in the house, then you come in." And uh, that that's that. You know, they manage to extricate them extricate themselves from that uh, situation, and that's why they hire Will Griffith to do security at their diplomatic immunity mansion. Seems pretty straightforward, but then, pretty quickly after they've hired Will Griffith, they just no- notice that he just has some sort of air of dupability about him where they're like, we got to do a scam on this guy. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get this guy a part of some sort of intrigue plot. Well, I mean, they, they have a whole plot that he they're setting up. seems pretty dumb. They have a whole plot that they're That's setting up. That's true. It, they might have already. Will Griffith for being <laughs> it kind of, but it kind of idiot. doesn't have anything to do with him. No, no, no. He, but neither did the last one either. They just needed a guy, a fall guy. Well, of some no, kind. but 
in this case, they don't come around to actually using it against Will until the end. Yeah. In this, it just turns out that he is trying to do due diligence and make it look like he was doing a good show of protecting his wife. But it turns out that he the whole thing was to get his wife murdered and use that as political leverage. That's right. Because he's trying to run for office in Mexico or whatever country. I forget. I, feel, I, don't I think, think it's that Mexico. They, I don't think that they but give they don't you actually a real say. Maybe it's like an unnamed Latin it's American country. It's the unnamed country. Latin American country thing. Whatever he's and Because there's a part later where he meets with a State Department guy, air quotes, who's clearly like some CIA dude. Yeah. And is like... Uh, you know, they're talking about ways to get him elected back home and anything we could do to help you. Back home in your country. Yeah. The country of from where you We're come. definitely talking about overturning, you know, a leftist regime. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's it. But at the end, once that's been foiled, because Will reveals that uh, uh, this guy's own head of security is actually the guy who's been running around trying to murder people at his own behest, once that gets revealed, then... Then they're like, well, we have a tape of you fucking my wife, and I'm going to play the aggrieved husband, and I'm going to kill you and get away with it. Then I'll get all your money. And then I'll get all her money, and I'll be able to use this as political leverage back home. Yeah. And no, you know, I'll, I'll win in a landslide because I'll be so masculine. So that's it. I mean, the plot, the plot actually doesn't hinge on Will doing anything until their own their original plot gets blown. Not not specifically him or anything. They just want to get tape of her doing salacious yes. stuff and and like, so he is being a patsy again. Well, but it's they don't not, want it. It's not no, personal. they don't need tape of her doing salacious stuff until their original plan to just have her killed is foiled. Okay, all right, sure. Then because they're like, they oh, even... by the way, we have this, so we are we can have a new thing now. Yeah, because they didn't even really focus on the wife being surveilled. No. She asked herself for extra protection because she felt weird about oh, yeah. her husband and his friends. Louise. Also she still she want she like kept trying she kept trying to have sex with her husband and her husband was like I don't want to I will not be obligated to perform for you. Yeah. And then she goes, <laughs> yes. I don't want you to perform for me, Hector. I want, I want you to love me. I just me. want you to love me. So sad. Yeah. Yeah, she's like rubbing up on him and stuff, and he's like, "I'm busy working." And you're like, "Come on, dude!" Meanwhile, Will's over here wearing cowboy <laughs> goes, boots with a suit, looking great. Yeah. She's in a big. She's in like her underwear, and she's like kissing him. And he's going, "Stop it!" <laughs> yeah, get away. Yeah, so not great. They not do. Great, they, there's there is a really good retail therapy scene after they've started sleeping. Oh together. yeah, she takes him. She like takes him on like it's like a makeover montage. This is this is the well, it's a makeover montage, and it's really good because there's a scene where they go and like. She buys him a tie. He's still wearing like a crappy jacket like, and khakis. I don't wear ties. <laughs> and, uh, and and she's like, I love this tie. I'm buying it. That tie becomes important later. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and then, and then they go to a bookstore. <laughs> and they get it on in the bookstore. And I thought that this was really funny just because bookstores are so funny to me now. Like, especially like little independent bookstores. You just, you know, we have a few of them in Seattle and I cherish them, but it was yeah. just cool to see one as a regular thing that people go as to like in a movie. place you go to. Yeah, like a bookstore. Yeah. And also I noticed that prominently facing on a, on a, like a stack of like, of uh, displayed books was American Psycho, just like facing the camera. <laughs> nice. Great. Yeah, they, uh, he goes down on her in a library or in a bookstore, in a bookstore while she's like looking at this guy who's just trying to find his books. Yeah, I would like to do that. Yes, there's a there's a ninety pound weakling nerd dude who's in the bookstore. Got a thing of prune juice. She goes. She's got a thing of prune juice. She goes walking past him. He's like, whoa! And he goes Mama, and follows her. Boy. He goes and follows her too. And then she goes into like the Criterion closet essentially. Yeah. And then she he pull, she pulls out a book and he can and he's on the other and he's like, I want to look at the hot lady. And he's looking at her through the thing and she's staring back at him. 
And he, well, Andrew does, Stevens is making her come. Yes, little does the 90-pound weakling know that the dude, uh, Andrew Stevens, is down below playing around with her nether regions. And so playing she's or playing around <laughs> with her nether regions. Oh, wow. Fiddling around. <laughs> And uh, oh, and she's making she's making O faces to the nerd, so it's a uh, the nerd really gets a Stand real up treat for yourself, there. Poindexter. Very strange sex scene, I have to say. There's a lot of sex in this one. There's way more. Yeah, yes. for sure. Uh, I wanted to point out that uh, like after they, um, after they get into town and they get shot at by a sniper rifle, Shannon Tweed goes, "We've been in this country two hours and somebody's already shooting at us." It's like, "Welcome to America, baby." Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. So they uh, they kind of develop their relationship, and she she like she has her whole like I'm not like other girls vibe going on. There's like a it's scene true, she's where not. she's you know she's a little broken inside, but she's also like she's just trying to like do her best. And she's a politician. She like she like wife. jumps in the pool with all her clothes on. She's so quirky. She's just the richest person in the world. Yeah, she's from the richest family she's, in the Shannon face Tweed's of the really planet. Shannon Tweed's really good in this one. I liked this. I, like, Shannon I liked good. her in this too. That's the thing about Shannon Tweed. She's definitely a lot. I keep wanting to. I keep more fleshed out, more developed. Boobs, boobs, boobs. Okay. Well, at least this girl seems more developed than in Night Eyes. <laughs> developed. One, yeah, I know. There's like no way. I'm like, she's more fleshed out. Oh, she's no. more developed. Oh, oh. Anyways, <laughs> like her better. She has more. Like, ooh, ooh. She on his has collar. more of a personality, and she has oh yeah, personality. Oh, I'll yeah. say. <laughs> God help me, you guys. Help me. You said it. Anyways, help me. Is, all uh, right. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, help it's, me. It's mostly uh, <laughs> Shannon Tweed's <laughs> Shannon Tweed's performance. Shannon Tweed inhibit is like feels like a, a real person. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, and and Tony Andrew Roberts Stevens, however, continues to not. Oh, she's um yes, she's blowing Andrew Stevens out of the fucking water. He's still doing his sort of. You might like, say so. All he can do is his sort of like grinning aw shucks sort of thing. Yeah. And Shannon Tweed feels like a real. Kind he doesn't of, have a full mullet in this one yet, though. That's, that's true. The next one for the kind of movie it is, Shannon Tweed is is delivering a <laughs> about the best performance you could ever imagine. Just has a de- couple of decent car chases. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that uh, that uh, the guy who plays Louise, the the me, the bad guy security guy who works for for uh, the villain is is pretty credible as a bad guy. Yeah, that guy's had had quite a career. He's been in a lot of television and, yeah. and a lot of like small movies and small parts in bigger movies. Um and uh they have a good fight scene in the parking garage at the end where Will mur- murders him by with his own with his tie that Shannon Tweed bought him. Pretty violent. Yeah, like just garrots him with it, which is he's pretty got cool. It, he's got it like he's got him pulled uh, across a like a, a load-bearing column in the parking garage, and yeah, the guy's on one on. end, and he's got the tie on the other, and he just like pulls it. Yeah, Yikes. and it's like God. These movies get a little bit more violent as they go along. Uh, Jay oh, Peterman, yeah, this one especially, and Jay Peterman end. is in this Jay one. Jay Peterman is in this movie doing his thing. He's and a he, policeman, and he gets blown the fuck away. Yeah, There's it's also really that, like, funny. Plastic wrap suffocation at the oh, end. Yeah, where they that killed was, Tim Russ. Oh, that and then was... and then the guy keeps punching the side of his buddy yeah, over well, and hospital. over, just like, and you see like the blood like yeah. soak through the thing. That was intense. Yeah, Tim Russ, Tim Russ gets injured and he winds up in the hospital, and then uh, Louise comes and murders him. But he murders him by just like punching him in his wound, in his wound. over Tim and Russ over and over. And then he asphyxiates him, puts a bag over his head. Yeah, yeah. It's it goes up. on and on too. It's gnarly. Just, it's just hard like to watch. the sex scenes, uh, like it goes on too long, and they don't. They're yeah. not judicious with editing to the point where it's surprisingly effective, and it's like, God damn, yeah. this is brutal. This Night Eyes two yeah. scene is disturbing me. This, is, this one, this one is a definite step up from the first one. Yeah. Still not good at all. No, no, no. It's still a straight to video trash. But but you're, you can see in the first one they were like, we're gonna get some boobs and yeah. we'll you know sell these to blockbusters or something. Yeah, yeah. And in this one, he, Andrew, uh, what's this? Stevens, Stevens maybe is kind of like, I'm kind of a filmmaker, right? I, yeah. You know, like, maybe I, 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 I could direct one of these. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, and then and meanwhile, you know, he, he begins an affair with with uh, Shannon Tweed, and then uh, lo and behold, those, those the tapes of him having sex with a with a rich man's wife in his house that that he he set up cameras in come to haunt him. Well, you did it. Can again, you buddy. imagine? You did it again, my guy. You fucked up. You've had sex with the, your client. What if that's his kink? Yeah, he. he, he what like if the humiliation of of being bad at his job is what gives him a hard on? Oh God, he I gets hard ons all the and time. Yet then. everyone's still like. He's the best. He's the best. Night eyes is the best. You got it. You know. You know. You need some security. Night eyes. Night eyes. You got to do it. Look. Put it another way. Everybody else is worse. Well, we find that I mean, in, he may not be good, Eyes but everyone's 3, much worse. In Night Eyes Three, when the the like rival security, the company, evil security is like, company, I want to buy you out, man. Like I, you, you have Beverly Hills, I have everywhere else. Let's go, let's make this happen. It's the, the evil security client. company. Well, don't, let's not skip ahead to the <laughs> no. meager pickings of Night Eyes Three. <laughs> I guess you're right. It's got we need its to moments. Save some stuff. Uh, oh gosh! Yeah. Anyways, Night, yeah, Night Eyes Two culminates with surprising violence. Jay Peterman getting blown away. He gets. It's killed. really funny because he just walks into a door and then gets like blasted in this. Yeah, we got squibs, man. But also to be to be fair, uh, Will also gets Hector to basically confess to everything he was doing in his own house that he yes. that he asked. To yeah. be set up with surveillance. It's really funny. And then gets him on camera saying his actual he's, plan. He's pointing, like, a, he's pointing a gun at them. You do not confess your plan to like a literal surveillance expert in your own home who you hired to set up cameras. In and he home. even, like Hector even says something like, well, I've told you my whole plan. And then Andrew Stevens is like, yep, gotcha. and you did it on tape. And he's like, what? He shoots the camera. <laughs> and then, yeah, he that'll, shoots the camera, and it. that's the distraction that Andrew Stevens needs to get the drop on him. Oh, my gosh. And then, and then they, they, went, they kill him, and that's the end. He kills Hector too. There's there's like yeah. fight scenes. Yeah, he kills Hector. I don't recall there being any like real fist fight scenes in the first one and the second two. They got there's always some fist there's fights. some tumbling with uh, ra- alleged and attempted rapists in all three that, films. Yeah, it's, it, but it's just sort of scrambling around. And these yeah. ones like this uh, because now we know he's in the air force, so yeah, yeah. we know this guy knows how to fight. He knows how to kick ass. He kicks. He fucking kicks ass, man. Yeah. And this one, no, I think it's it's important to point out. So like they they conclude Hector gets punched out, and now Andrew. What's Andrew Stevens? Will you will remember his name at one point? <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Unbelievable. You, you will remember. Will. His name. Yeah. Oh, that, there we go. Uh, will and Shannon Tweed are going to be together, right? Mm. They're yeah. together now. Yep. They're in love for sure. It's they the really love for the ages. If anybody was ever in love, if two people were ever in love, it's these two. Yeah. Like they make my heart. Well, my spoiler heart alert: she is in <laughs> Night Eyes Three. That's what's so weird. But not as Marilyn. Certainly, and we know that she's coming back for the next movie. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk about it when we get to it, but it's very strange. Oh, boy. All right. Um, but, I mean, this would wraps up pretty pretty quickly and successfully. Like, this is less boring than the first one. It's got more of the, the good stuff. International intrigue. A little international oh, intrigue. We, if, if I fail to uh, bring this up, then I'd just be absolutely... Uh, an even bigger failure than I already am, but Damn. this is a thing... No, that, he's right. This is the thing that Hector says... Uh, when he's, you know, got the gun to him at the yeah, end. Yeah. You can't do anything to me. I diplomatic have community. diplomatic community. Yep. <laughs> that part I That's squealed. That I, might, I might very well have squealed with delight. Pretty good. Because <laughs> you're going like, say it, say it, say it. And then he does. You're like, yeah. My dear Shannon Tweet, you could not even give me a parking ticket. Yes. Who is the dickhead now? Riggs. Who is the dickhead? Riggs. Riggs. Have sex with me on a wicker chair, Riggs. Clever dog, Riggs. Set up some video cameras, Riggs. <laughs> Kill, kill Brian for me, Riggs. Riggs does do, Riggs does pull on Andrew Stevens in Lethal Weapon too. <laughs> a really bad one. Does he? 
Yeah, because he like oh yeah he has he he sleeps with uh, Patsy Kensett, and then the bad guys come and blow up his house, and then he takes her to her apartment and drops her off, and he's like, "You'll be safe here." <laughs> dumb, fucking dumb, stupid rigs. Would you know it? She got killed. Uh, this is a a line. I mean, she she talks every once in a while, and these are always like humanizing moments where she's like, mm-hmm. "Let me be." All right, you know, let me just let down the facade of being the first lady of some mysterious South American country. Valverde. Yeah, let me be real. I'm a real person. I am incredibly rich and always have been, and I've always been able to do whatever I want with all because of all the money that I had. But at one point, she just she's just talking about. I've like, always what wanted her life a weirdo like. to go down on me in a bookstore <laughs> in front of a nerd. Yeah, she's like, I could make that all, happen for you. She's like, you know, you know how life is. With all the money, I could always do anything that I wanted. I could even be first lady. And it's like I, it's it's kind of fucked up that that's like, yeah. to her mind the highest aspiration. She like brings having that up all the money f- in the I feel world. Like she brings that up a few times. Yeah, being first lady. Being first lady. That's because I mean that's all I could lady. do. She has some real dimension. Yes, it's pretty interesting. Uh, uh, yeah. What else here? This is a funny. Uh, she she. This is like the day after they've all been shot at by sniper rifles, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Shannon Tweed says like. Kimmy, you have to cut me a little break. I've been on edge since yesterday. <laughs> it's like, yeah, really? <laughs> like, of you're course. A little, you're, a little, you're a little rattled because of me being shot at by a sniper rifle? Uh, the, the, a little catchphrase that the friends say to each other. It's their little banter between each mm-hmm. other before mm-hmm. the, the one friend gets brutally and lengthily murdered. Bitch and moan, bitch and moan. That's what mm-hmm. they like to say back and forth to each other. This is... Tim Russ's character, and this is not dissimilar from, like, fucking Bill Paxton in True Lies. He's just like, <laughs> hey, man... I'm here to party. Let's go. <laughs> yes. You want to? You want me to join your secret detective agency? No. Come on, man. Let's do it. No. Okay. Come on. Okay. <laughs> but don't get brutally murdered. Oops. Uh, this is the after he's had sex in his friend's apartment. Didn't shut the door. Had sex on yeah, his bed. On camera. And then Will's like, "All right, here's a video of you having sex. You can keep it, or, or I can keep it. Whatever. Anyways, I'm going downstairs to change those nasty sheets. <laughs> That's disgusting. God." Yeah. And then at one point, Tuvok, uh, like when they first meet him, goes like, "Hey, homeboy," and then he and Will goes, "I hate it when you call me homeboy." Really fucking cool, real cool, Will. That's not nice. Uh, oh, and he's this like is, just he's such a Joe schmo, like he's just a regular fucking guy. Guy. He's certainly not a hotshot sleazy movie producer. There needs to be a part of one of these movies where he just like gets a hot dog from a hot dog stand. You know what I mean? Like just kind like of like a hot dog, just, just tearing into with it. ketchup on it. You know? Oh yeah. Oh, regular guy. This is uh, Tuvok describing uh, his how he makes bad coffee. And you know how like in movies all the time they always go like, "Ew, how did you make this coffee?" And you're like, "How did? How could bad could coffee be? Like, what do you do to? Right. It's just." Coffee it's just brown and water. And water. Like, if, if, if anything, it's going to be too strong or too weak. Like, yeah. where, where are people like, ugh, what is this? But he goes, this is him describing how he makes coffee. It's Bayou Special, chicory, raw egg, and the shells. What? So he just puts trash in the coffee. Is the, it's the like, Bayou Special. It's like a, the poor man's version of the, like, weird cop smoothies in these other movies. That we <laughs> I watch. put some takeout Chinese in yes, there. Yes, the, bl- the blender. piece of pizza. Yeah. yeah. Ovaltine. Anything I find on the ground. A rat. Just garbage. You know how people like coffee. Toenail clippings, raccoon tails, whatever. You know how people make coffee with stuff other than glass. just coffee? <laughs> Put glass in it. You really also, you how fucked it up guy, so bad. How is this guy just like punching his buddy to death in the hospital bed and then plastic wrap suffocation? Like, don't you think the hospital should have good security? Yeah, you too? keep on during that whole like, scene, you keep on going. Well, they hired, they hired Will. They hired Night Eyes, so. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Gonna show up just too late. <laughs> But I rigged up a thousand cameras. 
I like to. I like to that they're like. Uh, his wound has been has been re- reopened. There's blood all over the place. He's got a bag over his head, Ugh. and and uh, he, later Jay Peterman comes to Will and he's like, "Your friend Jesse, he's dead. I'm sorry." And he's like, "What happened? We don't know." <laughs> well, I, I the cause of death was asphyxiation. Death. Everyone asphyxiation. was out to lunch, and we just like didn't check on him for two hours. <laughs> yeah, the whole time, I, whenever he was doing like his expository shit in this, I mean, obviously, I could not stop thinking of Jay Peterman. Well, lines. that's how he talks too. That's, that's just exactly like how, how he talks. talks. There's one. There's one late in sort of the run of his character where he's like absconded to foreign country, and Elaine gets him on the phone. That's right. She's like, Mr. Peterman. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, Mr. Peterman, who's going to run the company? And she goes, he goes, well, I was thinking about you, Elaine. And she goes, why me? Why me? Why indeed? (laughs) Yeah. That's how he talks. (laughs) You may know it as me and Mara Elaine, but it will always be Burma to me. He talks. And And that's exactly, I mean, he is Jay Peterman in this movie. He's like, well, I'm a a homicide detective. How are you? Pretty amazing casting. Three uh, future television stars. Yeah. Not too, and Shannon Tweed. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, ratings. I'm going to give this another two and a half Juds. I want to give it a third, like a, th- a, fear, a full three Juds because it was better than the first one. Mm-hmm. But still not very good. Uh, and it's, you know, it's just less tedious. Yeah, like the sec- at least like with that li- we make fun of it, but that library scene is at least like something. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's like that's different. It's a lot more of the thing that you want from these movies. Yeah. And Shannon Tweed's good in it. Uh, so yeah, I'm still gonna give it two and a half though, and I'm still gonna give it four Douglases. Same thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's it's only the it's only the third one that's like the real drag. Ugh. Uh, and then I'm <laughs> I'm gonna give it ten out of ten. Uh, ten out of ten you know, buddy fucks Oof. in my apartment. Close, <laughs> but you didn't take mine. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it three for being the pinnacle uh, of these. I don't I don't think I disliked the third one as much as you, but it's it is so tedious at times. That it will definitely be down. Like I, I'm, I'm going to give the Night Eyes a three at its apex. A lot of that has to do with Shannon Tweed. Uh, they do deliver on the the sex to the point where it is kind of gross at, t- at times, uh, as opposed to just looking like just very very bland, tedious type stuff. Mm. There's a couple parts where you're like, "You, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah," <laughs> which is what I'm looking for. Um, uh-huh. And you know, Poncho, like you know, when yeah, good people cast. Didn't recognize Sean, I'd be like, "Way, whoa, yeah. yay!" You know, I don't know. It, 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 this wasn't hard to get through. No, which is saying, which is really especially after something. the first one, considering these these what these movies. The are. third one was hard to get through. Yes, <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll give it. Uh, I'll go ahead and go to the four Douglases because it's just a lot. It's a lot, and it's it's like a little dirtier. Case in point: ten out of ten nasty sheets. There we go. Ooh. Where you're just like that that extra like detail, and yeah. you're like, oh, need that. Yeah. damn. Like or like, of... you know, the kid in the bookstore. Yeah. Va voy. Nice lady. <laughs> what do you got? All right. I'm going to give it two Juds. Mm. So a, a, step ha- up. a half a step up from the first one. Because, yeah, this one was easier to get through, definitely, and it had some weird surprising moments, uh, like the, the violence and... Everything was a little more uh, sharpened, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sharpened. Uh, <laughs> and and I like Shannon Tweed more than uh, what's her face from the first one, Nikki. Nikki Pizza. Pizza. Uh, and I'm gonna give it three, three and a half dugs. Another little uh, half step up. Juicy, real juicy. Just because there was more sex and it yeah. was a little different than the first, like you said, the very kind of bland, just like, oh, right, never, here it is. Um, and then I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 oral sex sessions in an indie bookstore. Yes. 10 out of 10. 
For sure. Pretty weird. All right, moving on. All right, we're gonna, uh, Night Eyes 3. Coming from Prism Pictures. Starring Andrew Stevens, Shannon Tweed, and Tracy Tweed. Protector. Night Eyes 3. Now, Directed by Andrew Stevens. Oh, written wow. by Andrew Stevens. And starring. Produced by Andrew Stevens and starring. Andrew Stevens. That's right. And, w- and this time, he's been in the biz for nigh on three years at this point. <laughs> and he's got a few things to say about Hollywood yeah. and the industry. If you live in Beverly Hills and you're not hiring Night Eyes for your security, what are you doing? Yes. Now, I had high hopes for this one because. A the the, the auteurist quotient. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, it started out with a pretty cool scene, which I mean, you know, I knew immediately what it, what was going on. It wasn't like it tricked me or anything, but you know, uh, it was it was fun because the, the opening scene is is this woman getting chased by a masked bad guy, and uh, it turns out that we're watching them filming a scene of the television program Sweet Justice. Show within a show, starring Shannon Tweed as Zoe. The movie, well, uh, Night Eyes 3 stars Shannon Tweed as Zoe... Shannon Tweed's showbiz name is Zoe Claremont. Zoe Claremont, but her, but she's on the show Sweet Justice as... Uh, uh, like Hannah or something, something like, like that. that. And I don't also, think they give her a whole name. But the girl who is being chased is Tracy Tweed yeah. as Dana, uh, Shannon Tweed's character's rival uh, actress, but like in the show they play partners. Some relation. Yeah. And I was They're so both born I was so confused because if you're a normal human being watching movies and you see the second or the third installment of a movie with the same actress, you right. would think that it nope. would be the same character, especially since we thought that they were like so in love at the end or whatever. Nope. Um, so it took woman. me a minute to be like, oh no, no, this girl's name is Zoe. Yeah. Okay, different lady. And, tra- and then strange. and then Dana, it's her real life sister. Yeah, yeah Tracy Tweed. The Tweeds. The Tweeds. From the from Labrador, Newfoundland. Shannon Tweed, Dana Tweed, Tracy Tweed, and, and Jeff Tweedy. And Jeff Tweedy, of course, yeah. who moved from Labrador to Chicago and yeah. uh, started well, the a little band tweeds. called Uncle Tupelo. And, anyway. Uh, yes. So Shannon Tweed's now just kind of, she's a she's an actress. She's, she's not She's a feeling, different person now. She's not feeling great about her career. She's, the show is not doing so good Justice, anymore. Which somehow is really popular with uh, everyone. Even like Griffith's nine-year-old daughter. Oh, oh man. by the way, he has a daughter. He has a, he's a single dad now with a daughter. <laughs> we don't know where that came That's from. That's another. But this and is, a maid. But they keep on also and making, a secretary. They keep on making references to prior movies too. Uh, so they're like, nope, nope. This is the same guys, same world. He's even done the same things that you've seen in the previous Die Dies movies. But this lady's new, and now he's got a daughter. That's it. But I, they I do, don't know why this is complicated. They do say later that he only gets his daughter three months out of the year. Yeah, yeah but he is the best father. But he is the best father. And she, it, also, do you think he's like? Wow, this Zoe girl looks a lot like my ex-girlfriend Marilyn. No, I don't or, think he thinks that. Do you think that, that here's what I here's what I propose that he, we are actually viewing this through Will's eyes and he just kind of turns every client into a version of Shannon Tweed. I wow. I'm subscribing to my theory that he has memento and and he can't remember anything. <laughs> And that's why all the cameras five main characters in his brain yeah. that he like <laughs> That's why all the cameras so he can remember what he had what he's doing and who he's had sex with. Oh, wow. And when and why. Uh, <laughs> he has an Irish housekeeper. <laughs> like how oh, I keep no. saying that he that he has memento. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing. Uh, yeah, he has a he has a housekeeper, he has a secretary. 
Wraith? Yes. Uh, Miss, Miss O'Brien is uh-huh. his housekeeper. She's uh, Irish, as you might imagine. What with that name? And she's always Travis, saying, like, how saints com- be praised and stuff like how that. How come Irish stews only have 239 beans? <laughs> Don't get too attached to Mrs. O'Brien. Because one more would be too farty. Oh, my. Mrs. O'Brien, you're you're irreverent. Also, his daughter is just you. the big, ha- like, she's a big fan literally, of sweet quote, the biggest fan of Sweet Justice. She loves her dad and she loves Sweet Justice. Even though she's, like, nine and Sweet Justice truly just looks like a It looks boring, like silk stockings. Like, it looks like silk stockings, but it's very popular. So I think that they, they that they're aiming for Charlie's Angel. And it's produced by Richard Portnow, who is like the guy who's played either a sleazy lawyer or a regular lawyer in 450 million movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he gets a sex scene in this one. A little a brief one. A brief That's one right. with Tracy with Tweed. Poor Tracy Tree, Tweed. Boy, oh boy. Um, and uh, my and then, so that part was, the whole opening of it I thought was amusing. And then the... It does like a pullout, like almost a De Palma. There's yeah, some De Palma shit in this. Oh, yeah, there yeah, we go. Like a penis. But like we yeah. see, we see the the show like next week on Sweet Justice. But then now we're watching it in a place. In a Shannon bar. Tweed is at a bar with her shitty boyfriend, yes. who's an ex football star <laughs> and a gambling addict, <laughs> who's got an incredible <laughs> mullet. These also, night I love the idea of this sure bar just like them. showing Sweet Justice on TV. One hundred percent. And he's like, try, he's like obviously a sleaze bag, and he's like. See that uh, see that hot redhead over there? I bet you $100 she's a fan of Sweet Justice. And lo and behold it turns out she is. Well, everybody is. It's the most it's like the third most popular show on but television. That, but that, like she's he's like basically trying to scam some money out of her and it's clear that she's sick of him already oh, and he yeah. gambles too much he's like he let's, let's all go out bucks. dancing she's like you know i have to work in the morning let's not and he's like well great we'll just swing by your house first and like have drinks well that hasn't happened yet. first first he says that though that that couple that lady is probably a fan oh, then okay. they have more arguments yeah, yeah, yeah then the couple comes up and says like hey you're shannon tweed we are big fans and then it turns out that not only is the redhead a big sweet justice fan but the dude used to play football with the boyfriend mm-hmm and so then they decide they're going to hang out, and Shannon Tweed is like, no, let's just, I don't want to. Okay, fine, we'll stop at your house and have drinks. And that's when the fun begins, because they go to this house. <laughs> this guy also does not look like an ex-professional football player. Not at no, all. He looks, he, looks, he looks just like the rock the Australian star. Rock star. Ne- neither the of the one. two guys look like ex-football but players. But later no. on, they even mentioned, like, and you're going to go against that dude, built like a football player, looks like a whatever. Yeah, he, and looks like, what? he looks like an Australian rock star. Yeah. At, least they do, at least they do that kind of work, because <laughs> this guy is this like, guy's like the fucking rock Terminator. Yeah. Like, he will not go down. <laughs> it's incredible. But uh, they go back to Shannon Tweed's house. <laughs> I love this shit. She's annoyed. She does She's not annoyed. want them to come. She goes up to bed. Uh, and and then uh, and then the other the other dudes get to talking for a second, but then they look over and the the second dude's girlfriend is just doing a strip tease. <laughs> no, they ask her to. They're like they're like, can you show off your skills? This is what. Yeah, this and is she's what, like, exactly. okay. This is exactly what he says. Whoa, Travis and, has and the whole script I, written down on a piece script. of yellow notebook. Paper. I downloaded it. <laughs> uh, it only takes one piece of paper. They're talking about uh, lifestyles of the rich and famous for whatever reason, because probably someone says that when Champagne they walk into the house. Champagne wishes and caviar dreams. And right? the and the new the dude with his girlfriend goes. I was like, nude. all right, honey, show everyone what you do that's going to have Robin Leach banging down your door. Yeah. Oh, my God. And she does a strip tease because nobody else has ever come up with that. Yeah. This, this week on Lifestyles, a lady Lifestyles who the a lady who takes her clothes off in your lobby. Clothes off. And you know Champagne what? wishes and caviar dreams. Nothing you've ever seen go before. Her. Go for her. Go for her. Lifestyles, good for her. 
<laughs> and she's indeed she does. Saying, she's just, you know, it's hard to make it in Beverly Hills, probably. That's true. So and then she, even if she wasn't a, a big Sweet Justice fan, she's probably like, I know this girl has connections, and let me go party at this rich person's mansion. Yeah. Why not? And, and, and she, uh, she does try to get it on with uh, Brian, or whatever the fuck this guy's name is, <laughs> the Australian rock star who used to be a football player. And uh, and then Shannon Tweed is like, "Hey, you suck! Get out of here!" She's like, "Literally, everyone get out of my fucking house yeah. that I that I that like, I paid she's for." She's a hashtag girl boss, though. One hundred percent. She has this mansion. She's been successful. She doesn't need this shit in her life. It's Zoe Claremont, we're talking about here, yeah. people. I mean, it's come on, Zoe fucking Claremont. This is what the guy says when we were in training camp. Danny boy and I—it's Danny—is the guy's name. Danny boy and I used to trade off all the time, mm. tit for tat. I don't know what he yeah. means. <laughs> no one knows what that means. <laughs> And then she and then she kicks this guy in the balls and yes. is storming away and she sees uh, uh, Danny messing around with the stripper with the lady and then he, and he is totally just like trying to he's having sex with her and he goes it's not what you think <laughs> I always think that's funny that's always funny like what could it possibly be what did I think <laughs> uh, yes so yeah. then but you know but Danny boy he won't let go so we have to hire some security. He's basically at this point going like, I'll kill you no matter what it takes. I'll break into your house and hop the fence and you're going to need to hire a guy yeah. to stop me. And he's probably not going to do a great job. <laughs> Little did he If you've know. ever seen one of these movies before. Little did he then, know that they're about to hire Night Eyes. <laughs> so they hire the Night Eyes. Meanwhile, there's a rich dude movie. who owns another detective agency or security agency all through but the rest of California. Security. And he wants to buy he's Night so Eyes. He's so snobby. He, he says you look he like has a fashion surrounded. Yes, he's he's the rich, uh, the rich yuppie security guard. And we guy. don't get to know the name of his security company, but I really wish it was something his like Cassidy. I wish it was another like Vanderbilt dumb, corny, Day like, Eyes. Yeah, Day Eyes, Day Noses. <laughs> yeah, uh, Day Face Detective. This is how this guy talks to him. <laughs> I mean, you've succeeded in a paltry sort of way. Yeah, and then and then and then Will's talking to him. He goes, "Nice manicure," because he's a yuppie. He's a fucking yuppie. And I then, think the implication then, is slightly worse than that. <laughs> well, yeah, it could be, but but then he uh, he's mostly making fun of him for being like for yeah, having for a never nice, having a day's hard work nice, in his life. Yes, that's yeah. it. Uh, but at one point, the guy's leaning on a banister at Will's place. He, and Will really gets him. He goes, oh, "By the way, you're leaning in wet paint." Just, just kidding. Just well, ma- but I made you look. <laughs> he goes, "But I made you look." He's Real such a little trouble. Then he did the white supremacist thing. That was weird. <laughs> no, I didn't care for that one bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's real dumb. <laughs> but there are three will. bad guys in this movie. It's like yeah. ba- it's like Batman Forever at this point. It's like <laughs> there's a couple. There's another scene that reminded me of a Batman movie later on too. Um, but yes, uh, as as you might imagine, they're going to have to hire uh, Sh- Shannon Tweed as a new, entirely new person at this point. Yes. Is going to have to hire Will to set up a bunch of cameras in her humongous <laughs> mansion. Yes, which she is the only one living at. She's not the richest person in the world in this movie. She has earned her money by being a TV star. Yeah, she earned it, but it's still a b- big house for one lady. Yeah, for sure. But she's a little kind of in a prison, isn't she? Because <laughs> she has to do everything that the producers say. She does. She has to t- say what they say, eat how they say that she eats. So it's she's, not, yeah, it's we not don't need her to. show. Yeah. It's their show. It's not and her show, it's it their show. clear that she is replaceable. And, you know, there's scenes of her going up you know, looking at her face in the mirror and kind of pulling her skin back. She's getting, she's not old by any means, but she is getting older in the industry, and that is making her feel very insecure. Very insecure. She's going through some shit. Mm-hmm. She at one she's point, she's not happy. She at one point says, "Who am I?" Just like Charlie Sheen in Wall Street. Just like uh, Derek Zoolander in Zoolander. This is oh, this is her little like passionate 
like kind of speech about who she is. We really get to know these Shannon Tweed characters. This is the difference yeah, between her. Yeah, I like her. She goes, "I'm not even Zoe Claremont. I'm Susan Hoyt from Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Ohio, and I don't even know who she is anymore." Damn, girl she's has really lost, lost herself. Sight. Lost herself. She's lost herself, and she's she doesn't know what's going on with her career. She has douchebags hanging around, stealing her money, cheating on her, and the one person that could bring her toward the light. His name is Will Griffiths, and he works for Night Eyes. He's a really sweet guy. He's a great he's father. He's sensitive, and he's a great father. And three, he has a little. He year. has a little daughter who's obsessed with Night or with Night Eyes with Sweet Justice, and uh, so he starts working for for Zoe. There's a okay. So there's a lot of this movie that is critiquing. This is fucking crazy, and this is uh, <laughs> this is kind of like my favorite stuff in this movie. Why I might like it a little bit more than Matt. Um, is that this movie is critiquing like bad art in movies and television where it's constantly going like this stuff sucks the stuff that people are making sucks and has no artistic integrity and, yeah, and you're this like is night eyes this three. is night eyes 3 what are we talking about here and there's one part in like we're, like we're introduced we got Andrew Stevens behind the wheel on this one Andrew on all, Stevens on all is four saying wheels. stuff he's he's got stuff to say he's been in Hollywood for 3 two and a half, three years now uh and uh, and like we are introduced to Zoe Claremont, like watching her TV show, going like, "What a bunch of crap! It's done good for my career, but it's but it's so low that I have art. to do this. This isn't art. This isn't the art that I wanted to make when I became an actor." Um, but this is where she's talking about. <laughs> this is where she's talking about the dialogue. <laughs> uh, hang okay, Edgar. It's about the dialogue. Hang in there, partner. I'll help you. I'll help you out. Yeah, it's good stuff," says the producer. She goes, "It was good for the fifties." Wow! Yeah, she's over like it. The, the 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 dialogue that she just can't stand is, "Hang in there, partner. I'll help you out." Like it doesn't sound that. McBain. That, yes. That's not the. Word. I'm not gonna make it. Oh, stop talking crazy. It's about the dialogue. Hello, how are you? What kind of crap is this? Like they couldn't come. Up, they couldn't even come up with any like bad dialogue for her to make fun of. And then this is the producer like talking to. Uh, he he he's like showing. Will's little daughter yeah. around going like, you want to see behind the scenes? And he introduces her to the writer. Yeah. He goes, I'm the sleazy producer. Jerk. I'm the sleazy producer here. You post up here next to this writer, and if you hear him say anything like creativity or artistic integrity, you come and get me. Yeah. Because he doesn't want none of that artistic integrity. Well, he's on a integrity. schedule. Uh, <laughs> you can really stick it to Hollywood. Burn, Hollywood, burn. Uh-huh. Wow, this is so relevant. Like the writer's strike is going on right now. We have Night Eyes 3 we're talking about. And and Dana is trying to steal the limelight from Zoe. She's evil, and you know this because she has brown hair. There's that, there's that great scene where she's like, she comes into the to the room while they're she's like, sorry, did I step on your lines? And it's like, that's very unprofessional. Nobody does this. <laughs> it's like, okay, everybody calm down. Like, and Dana. that's the extent of her evil that we see at the beginning. It's just kind of like, that's okay. But that's Dana can get away with this it? sort of stuff because she is sleeping with the producer. Because mm. it seems like she would get in trouble for like what? <laughs> no, no, ruining the shoot over and over again. She's trying to she's trying to steal the limelight. She's trying to step on Zoe's lines. She tries lines. to seduce Will the moment that she meets him. She just walks in and is like, "Hi, <laughs> Will," and she's naked. And what is she? What is uh? He, he comes back to Shannon Tweed oh, and the yeah. daughter, and, and Shannon Tweed's like, "Did she? Uh, did you get her autograph?" <laughs> no, but she offered. Oh, I bet she did. <laughs> and everyone LOL'd. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> but Will's a, is such a man of honor that like a naked lady comes up to him. He is single and is like, "Hello, Mister Guy, huh?" And he's like. Ah, I don't, I don't think Not so. until I've no. set up my cameras. Not until I set up my cameras, please. <laughs> yes. That's how it works for me, you see. 
Yeah. There's a nasty scene where the football guy tries to come in and sexually assault Shannon He literally Tweed. jumps into the house through a window, yeah. but the window is completely <laughs> closed. He he just jumps through the glass yeah. into the house. It's exciting stuff. Very exciting. It's wild. Um, and Will yeah, stabs him with a piece of glass. Stabs him, and then there's all this this controversy because Zoe's, you know, they're calling him a rapist or whatever, and then later it's found out that he's an old boyfriend, you know, which means he can't be a rapist because he's an old boyfriend, so he can't, you know. They do say it basically like that. Oh, he's not a rapist? He's an old boyfriend breaking in to try to rape So you're going to get in trouble now, lady. Yes, and something about like today. something about cor- corroborating bad false evidence. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. We're all going to get busted for this. I, I, I don't like, think so. I don't so. think one negates the other, bro. Maybe in Knoxville, Tennessee, Andrew. But we're in Beverly fucking Hills Beverly now. Hills. <laughs> <laughs> but then somehow the the Cassidy and his shady second in command. Yeah, get a hold the, of the tapes. The, possibly the most evil character that we've had in any of these movies. Yeah, they get a hold of the, some tapes of Will. And they're going to use those to blackmail him. Yeah, the tapes him? of Will having sex because he yeah. had sex on tape again. Goddamn it! Somehow this thing that he has done multiple times before is now going to be the thing that makes him sell his business <laughs> to these guys. But then the the second in command is like ruthless and is planning on getting like Will sent to prison for murder. And he sets, it frames him for killing Cassidy, the guy who's business owner who's trying to buy Will out. And then yes. he'll be the big security. And he'll be the big he'll security the main guy. Security guy for all. And of he Southern and California. he also kidnaps Will's daughter and kills the maid. And, he's, oh, and he shoots he shoots Ms. that Mrs. sweet Mrs. Irish maid yeah. right in the chest. Yeah, yeah. poor Mrs. O'Brien. It. It's really sad. And it's like and again the way that they do the violence in these Night Eyes movies is so drawn out and awkward that yeah. it's more disturbing because he just holds his gun and points it at her for like th- three beats yeah. and then goes. And while she's like screaming at the little girl to run, it's like it's kind <laughs> it's of just like, kind yeah. of upsetting. Like, it's really horrible. Yeah. Uh, Almighty, oh, it's just like a little. She's like a little sixty-five-year-old yeah. woman. Oh, saints be praised! She goes down. Big the, old squib right in the middle of her. The chest. sex scenes in this Jesus. seem like weirdly perfunctory at this point. Yeah, because there's yeah, so little narrative right. around them, and you're just sort of like, I guess. And I, it goes. I don't know. On it goes on. on. This is okay. I've, I've been. Talking about this movie like it's fun, and the Hollywood stuff is pretty fun. This movie is interminable. It's so long. And at an hour 36, I think it's- It's, it's the longest one. Unacceptable. It feels yeah. like the longest it one. Feels, oh, man. Well, like it I said, like a I wouldn't believe the sex scenes were starting. I felt, I felt I was like, like someone literally like unhandcuffed me. Yeah. <laughs> I felt I haven't felt that free yeah. in a long time. You feel like you're in a prison just like Zoe Claremont. I do. Once, <laughs> totally. the, once the sex scene started, I was definitely hitting the fast forward button. Yeah, just get it over with. I get it, I get it. I get it, it I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah. But there's a lot of- there's a lot of like full frontal nudity. Yeah. And, they're very like, they're really They're really doling it out. Yeah. Um, so it is delivering on that promise. Yeah. But man, does oh, it God. fucking go on and yeah. on. I was really I was really feeling this one. And, and, and oh, this, it's a Christmas movie, too. That's true. It is a Christmas movie. That's right. <laughs> He's listening to... You better believe that Will is listening to Christmas music of in his car. Course. He's listening to like carols and stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's <laughs> he does. I bet he goes caroling. Well, there's that really long <laughs> montage at the beginning of the movie where he's just driving at night through Beverly Hills and there's Christmas lights everywhere and you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? He's and a sweetie. Yeah. He's a sweetie. <laughs> he's a dumb ass they, they could, He couldn't even be bothered, though, to do a scene where he's like, hey, hey, whatever your name is that's my daughter, why don't we get in the car and drive around and look at the Christmas lights? The okay, lights. Dad. You're it's one of the things dad. we do because I only see you three months out of the year and always at Christmas time. <laughs> this is my favorite Will uh, Smith. Pack it. Will, no. Will this is my favorite Will Smith line. Griffith, my, like Will, Peter Griffith. My, fi- my favorite Will the family Griffith guy. line because we we're, we're talking about how corny he is. Uh, this is him sitting with uh, Shannon Tweed as they watch his daughter sleep. 
Yes. Look at how hot she's going to be. <laughs> oh, my God. Canceled. Because, you know, sometimes when I watch her sleep, she looks like a little angel to me. Yeah. Will. Pretty, pretty incisive, Will. So sweet. It's pretty good stuff. And she's like, you're They're such really a becoming good a family. They're really becoming a family unit here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when he's mm-hmm. walking away, he's never take drugs. Uh, never once. <laughs> Uh, there's a part where the bad guys are talking, commiserating. Uh, and this this also is very true to the Will character. How does the Dana How does the Dana plotline wrap up? Uh, well, th- well, this is the two the two security guard bad guys, the yeah. two evil security guards, and, and one of them goes, "He's a dumb shit." The trick is, how do we use it against him? <laughs> That's the. Trick. I know how. <laughs> it's real easy. I have one idea. Literally catch him doing anything on tape because there will be tapes. <laughs> how are we possibly gonna use a guy's how do we How do we get him? this guy to do the thing that he always does? Let's rack our brains. Oh God! Uh, but yes, sweet, the Dana thing. So they're all concerned that um, the producer at one point threatens to re- release this sex tape that is somehow going to like she's going to be in clandestine recorded. Well, she's, she's single. Well, he, she he he's like, did you watch Access Hollywood or whatever the fucking yeah, show the is this morning? Access Hollywood. And she's like, no, I don't watch that stuff. It's crap. <laughs> I have like, well, You should watch it because you're all over it. Yeah. I'm like, did they show her like having sex on the TV show? I don't think they would do that. But okay. I think that they specifically say they blurred out the nasty bits. Yeah. Like somebody says that. Um, but yeah, they, were, they apparently Access Hollywood or whatever got or this, this tape of, of clearly a woman being secretly recorded against her wishes. <laughs> They're like, put it on TV. Yeah. That's a thing that would happen. I guess so. For, for, one, for sure it would happen. For yes. sure, but it, it, like that would become a scandal. Like, woman has, single woman in has sex. In 1992, 100%. Famous lady has sex in her house. I guess. Someone who's like not her husband. husband. I suppose. But then, and then they also have the tape of dude like killing the not rapist old boyfriend. Yes. Which. They're making it look like they colluded to kill the boyfriend. Yes. yes, he's he's gotten himself in a jackpot once again. And they're trying Although, to say I mean, they're, they're not they're... going to be able to make it look like that because you know the, there's also on camera of him like attempting to rape her. Yeah, but uh, this this being when it was made, it's kind of you like just have to you're supposed it. to be you're supposed to buy the idea that he could possibly be framed for that. In this in this in the mo- the universe the movie's presenting, that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah, but then at this point, like it becomes so plot heavy, like they've got like all the plot is in motion, yeah. all the sex I'm pretty sure is done with, and for the last like 20 minutes, we're just stuck with this plot and it feels like torture what happens with dana i forget dana sends out um oh this is actually a really good line dana sends that she's the one that sent the tape Mm -hmm. so so now shannon tweed's reputation is ruined or whatever uh oh she gets like she gets suspended from the show Mm -hmm. you're suspended hand in your whatever need your peace and shield shannon tweed exactly hand in your bra and panties now and the only way that they really resolve this is this Frankly, fantastic scene where Shannon Tweed comes up to Dana and goes, and they're on the set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's all around. Dana, there's something I've always wanted to say to you. Punches her in the face, mm. knocks her on her ass, and goes, thanks for listening. Love that. Pretty good. Pretty good. Hashtag Pretty girl good. boss. Hashtag I like that boss. quite a bit. But that's how that resolves. Yeah, that's, that's the, the end, of, end that. of that. She punched her in the face. One the bad end. guy down. That's some, that's some like scream, like, bam, I'll send you a copy. Like, <laughs> bullshit, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know? I Y K Y K. I Y K Y K. I Y K Y K. We have fun here. Silly, <laughs> so silly. Uh, and then the 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 main bad guy, and this just guy just gets so fucking villainous. He kidnaps. He blows away Miss O'Brien. He, yeah. t- he kidnaps um, the little girl. The little girl. He kills this Cassidy. Scene, 
really reminded me of the end of The Dark Knight. Oh, really? Where Harvey Dent has Gary oh, okay. Oldman's kid, and he's like, you know, lie to him like you lied to me. It's He's like up against a yeah, wedge yeah. with the kid with like a gun to the kid's head, and the other one's going like, don't do it. And then somehow the kid gets away, and they, they go up to the top of a, a like- Water tower. A water tower thing, and the guy- Shannon Tweed shoots the dude. Diplomatic immunities him. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. He's like, you couldn't possibly hit me from the... Blows him off and he dies. And you're like, all right. It's these little tiny bits and pieces during this interminable ending where you're like, okay, well, that's something. Emily's visibly checked out right now. It's Physically in the room. We're so close to the end. Yeah. We've almost I keep, made it. I keep like rereading what I've written down. There's like nothing. Doesn't make any sense anymore. This is, what the guy, this is what the guy shouts at her while she's pointing the gun at him while he's on top of the water tower. Get a life, mate. This isn't television. What? <laughs> Get a life. Pardon me? Mate. McSqueeze me? <laughs> McSqueeze me. Uh, and that's pretty much it. They all come together like uh, Chan and Tweed, Will and the daughter are like hugging and, they, and it rolls credits and yeah. you're like, oh, thank God, Jesus Christ. I literally felt like I was free. Yes, Just from this <laughs> this nightmare that nightmare. I inflicted upon all of and us. It's, like, it's rough. I mean, the second one I had fun with a little bit. I could I could recommend the second one. I could, I wouldn't recommend any of these, but if you if you were like I'm if watching a Night Eyes movie, like no matter kind of what, and I'd say yeah. okay, watch the second one. Yeah. Well, give four a shot. Maybe it's great. I know it's like the the horrible terrible thing is that like I'm now you're kind like of maybe curious. I'll watch it. I'm, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what's he gonna do this time? He can't just keep setting up these cameras. Oh, they God. finally get it right on the fourth one. Yeah, you got to admit that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Any more lines from this one? Um, this is the thing that the producer said. This is like this is funny. I think this is just the producer, and I think he might be riffing some of his lines. I'm not entirely sure, but the producer is it, the actor playing the main producer, who's a big sleazebag. He's having a little bit of fun. You oh, said yeah. he was a Richard a guy, Portnow. Richard He's Portnow. been in a million things. Yes, this and is probably his thirtieth appearance on this podcast. This is just a random thing that he says to just somebody on the like his assistant on the set or whatever. <laughs> Roger, take your hands out of your pockets and get me some Tylenol. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Uh-huh. This is this is some great dialogue. Shannon Tweed uh, talking to Will. I'm just bored. And lonely, and he goes, "I know what you mean." Well, they relate to each other same. there. That's Hard pretty same. Good. <laughs> uh, I liked the bit after he kills the football guy with the piece of glass, and then the cop is interrogating him about it later. He's like, "You had a gun this whole time, and you you, you were defending yourself, and then you stabbed it with glass." He's like, "Guy had the drop on me. What was I supposed to do?" You know, he's like. <laughs> It that, doesn't make any sense. That cop isn't having a bit of it. He's really going for it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty like, amazing. <laughs> like, clearly this man broke into the house, and they were forced to use, like, deadly violence to protect themselves, and this cop is like, I am not so sure. <laughs> this is the evil uh, the evil preppy uh, security guard shit-talking Will again, and, and again saying the, the truth. He's like, I'm just pointing out certain deficiencies in your so-called operation. Like, you're a fuck-up. Well, that is a good point. Yeah, he's, he's got right. you there, Will. He's evil, but he's right. Uh, Zoe really doesn't like the uniform that Will wears. She, it's she, rinky dink. She says, "Ditch the uniform. It's pretty rinky dink." I like I like when he goes to the to the maid uh, at Shannon Tweed's house and is like, "Maria, is this is this rinky dink?" And it's clear that she doesn't know what he means. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like, what is it? What does that mean? Well, yeah, but it's it, like it seems to me like she's making this face where it's like she's going. He wants me to say yes because Rinky Dink is good because I don't know what that means. <laughs> so she's like, see, yeah, oh yeah, and see. he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. I can't win. Um, 
Uh, Miss O'Brien, it's just this weird line from Miss O'Brien where Will is like, well, my career's all falling apart over here. Let's say we all move back to Knoxville, Tennessee. And and they're all like, yay. And he's like, you can come with us, Miss O'Brien. And she goes, I could be persuaded on, I could be persuaded on one condition, that you introduce me to Garth Brooks. Pretty good. And, like, and he goes like, you got it. And you're like, what I are know you him. About? You don't have what a, he, just because he's from Knoxville? That's Night Eyes 4. That's what Night Eyes 4 is about. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm quickly reading about Night Eyes 4 just to see. And, oh, yeah. and apparently Andrew Stevens gets like written out in the first five minutes. Hell yeah. Oh, and another this guy was his is baby. Main, Maybe. Another guy is main Night Eyes guy. It looks like uh, Andrew Stevens gets, spoiler alert, guys, he gets shot. Fuck. And then for the rest of the movie, it's uh, Jeff Trachta. Steve okay. Caldwell. The uh, torch has <laughs> been passed <laughs> to a new generation so of die? Night does Eyes he guys. Die in it, or does he just like get? It just says he gets shot, and then someone commented, being like, "Andrew Stevens is written out in the first five minutes, and then it's these other guys." Can you imagine? Can you imagine going on Letterboxd and going like, "I didn't like this one." Andrew Stevens gets written out <laughs> the first five minutes. Not even a real Night Eyes movie. Well, bullshit. Honestly, though, like that was would be why I would watch I Night Eyes Four because I'm like, I'm kind of like, <laughs> you know, Will's our hero. Because he's an yeah, idiot. Right. I don't <laughs> want to see some other guy be the night eyes dude. I, dude. I only want to see Will Ste- Will Griffith be our night eyes guy. Absolutely. He's such I hope a great Maybe father. at the beginning of the movie, it's like a guy shows up at Will's office. He's like, you see what's on this tape? It's you having sex with my wife with all the cameras you set up in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Shoots him. <laughs> it finally got him. And Will is like, not again. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, I am. Finally. I will not be watching Night Eyes for Fatal Passion. Uh, fatal, fatal Passion. Fatal Passion. Oh no, that's a good title. That's what we should call this episode. Fatal Passion. Fatal Passion. The Night Eyes trilogy. The Night Eyes saga. I mean, what are we wa- titling this episode? Uh, I I thought we yeah. Night's Eye. Night's Night's Eyes. Night's Eye. Night's Eyes. Night's Night's Eyes. Night's Eyes. Yeah, uh, that's good enough for now. Yeah, we we've, we've got, got a few some, weeks to come up with got some, some time. time. We'll Absolutely. Out. Are we done? Ratings yeah, we got to do are ratings. We done. I'm giving this also. I'm giving this Oof. two Juds, because it was significantly more tedious than the other two. But it's got its moments. It's got its moments. Uh, I'm gonna give it uh, three and a half Douglases because I couldn't be bothered. You know, it's it had as much, sex. if not more, stuff as the other ones. But I was like really hitting that fast forward button hard. Yeah, I was like, I just need this to be over right now. You can't. It's hard to watch three Night Eyes movies no. in, in a, in a week. Really, I yeah. watched it's them been in a, a week. Challenge. I can't imagine spa- not spacing these out between a day or two. Yeah. Uh, this is my weekend. Yeah. And then I'm gonna, <laughs> and I'm gonna give it. Uh, what am I gonna give it? I'm gonna give it ten out of ten. Ten out of ten strip teases. Yeah, that's gonna have Robin Leach banging down her door. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to see the striptease. It's unlike I've anything I've seen before. a woman who takes off her clothes. <laughs> this is some wild shit, mate. Where am I from? <laughs> Champagne wishes and caviar dreams. <laughs> Take it off, babe. I'm from Chesapeake Bay. <laughs> I don't even really sound like this. It's an act. <laughs> of course it is. Nobody talks like this. It's um, fucking ridiculous. My name's not even Robin Leach. <laughs> Half of the episodes of my show were Donald Trump. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, many Trumpios. Yeah. Your turn. Trump's back on. Uh, looks like Trump's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> we got him again somehow. <laughs> he wants to show us more of this dumb shit. Uh, oh, uh, wait. Ooh. I'll just wait. talk about it once my turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it two. 
million but I, juts. I think it's a, there's a little bit of an edge over the first one just because of, like the funny like the funny like Hollywood like the the fact that this movie is like you know Hollywood's kind of fucking bullshit right <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, I hear, I I hear where you're coming from I yeah. can't do it for me the first one takes the edge because of the like it's been so long since I sat through one of these I was yeah. like where's this going how do they work like that was keeping me going this I hear you and you're right it is interesting but I was like so checked out that it didn't I hear matter. you. I see you. Your emotions are valid. Oh. No, 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 no. I never said that stuff. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear me or see me, and my I, emotions I'm, are not I, valid. I understand where you're coming from. This one time, none of your emotions are valid ever. Fuck, man. <laughs> Shit. Dang. Yeah, stop putting words in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, whoa. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, but yes, it, man. When it gets to the TD, like when it hits the tedium wall, it feel it. You, you feel it feels like you're something's Maybe being bored in call your it brain. Tedium and a. Oh, oh. Oh, that's not a bad title. Tedium and a. That is good. Let's think about. It. Let's, let's remember. That. I like that. It, it <laughs> Write might it not down. Look, so it might not look says. great, like on like when it's written down. Where when you're you just say sort of like, it, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. When yeah. you say it. Um, Once it hits your lips, it's so good. It's, it sounds really good rolling, <laughs> rolling off the tongue, for sure. It feels great. It oh feels so good. It feels like sex on a wicker chair. Uh, like sex on a wicker chair. Uh, I'm going to give it, yeah, three and a half, I'm sure, is fine. I, I, we forgot to talk about a crucial scene in the second one that we that we teased Earlier on, we did where uh, spe- specifically involving raspberries and Shana oh, Tweed's no, boobs. Oh no, no, no! Because there's a part where he's rubbing raspberries all over her. I don't like that. And then he starts kind of like mashing the raspberry into her yeah. nipple, and you're kind of going like, "What?" I'll tell you what. Ugh. There's there's nothing that I that turns me off quicker than food and sex in a movie. Smashing raspberries. Yeah, and it, like and that it, famous nine and a half week scene. I'm like, turn that off. I don't yeah, care for that. There's like pizza or something <laughs> it's, involved. It's in wild. That. It's crazy. The only one that works is the parody of that in Hot Shots, where he's like frying eggs on her and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that shit's funny. Because it's yeah. <laughs> but this one, they, they keep they have this bowl of raspberries, and the camera keeps panning back to yeah. a bowl of raspberries, and then he would just sort of graze the raspberry against her and you're like sure like the okay juice in Ninja I don't know. Three. yeah and uh, yes <laughs> that's just, that's what it reminds me of where you're just yeah. like really you just okay. mashed a, a berry on <laughs> oh yeah let's do it <sighs> all right but yeah but that's the thing that happens that is and so horny nothing that memorable in the third one but three and a half uh douglas's whatever and uh i'm gonna give it um 10 out of 10 scenes clearly ripped off by christopher nolan in the movie the dark knight <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to give it uh, one and a half Judds, just mm. like the first one. I like the second one the best. Yeah. I mean, what are, you guys, there's not much for me to talk about here. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to give it... This is an excruciating experience for Emily. We ruined it for her. <laughs> yeah, I'm quitting the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I'll be here until I'm dead. Okay, three... <laughs> Douglas's. I don't remember any of the specifics of the sex stuff at this How point. Could you? At this point, it's just like my brain just kind of like powered off. Yeah, like, whenever they would come on, it was dial tone. I was I just, just like, yeah. okay, it was gone. And then I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten rinky dink uniforms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Rinky dink. Well, we did it. Oh, we did it. I God guess. God damn, we uh, we we got two hours out of the Night Eyes trilogy. Yeah, I they think said it, it couldn't. I, be I don't done. think we could have gotten much more out of these. <laughs> they technically said it shouldn't be done. But uh, well, we were. My original plan was that we would have such a good time doing this. <laughs> that, that, would, that was so. He was so young back then. Yeah, uh. that we would want to pursue the the like a more more looks into the '90s DTV, you know, erotic thriller 
I think we're done for now. I for mean, now. If, if you listeners out there are like, oh, if you demand this, it, but I like recently rewatched this and it's actually like there's some good fun stuff here. Like, feel free to yeah, like, let send us know. Some recommendations. But I was planning way. on doing like a whole like several month long series or would like mainline that all would this kill stuff. me. Yeah, we're yeah. not doing that. that. We're in, absolutely in addition, not doing our, that. The listeners like to watch along at home, and these are movies are all hard to find. They're hard to Every find. Every single one of them. Yeah, so we're scuttling that plan because it's yeah. a bad one. Yeah, we want you to be able but to watch the movies. if with you're us. in the Seattle area and really want to watch Night Eyes, we do have all three of the mm-hmm. VHS Of course we do, here. and that's the fucking thing. Yeah. These are so hard to find. Mm-hmm. I had to watch the third one on a, thank God Matt found a file on a shady, like, other like, weird I mean, I site. Just, it was like like a, the third result on a Google search. Yeah. It was and right I there. I had to watch it, like, the size of a oh, really? postage stamp, practically, on my phone. Oh, you had to watch it on your phone? Yeah. Oh, no. Watching Night Eyes 3 on your phone, what a weird. You couldn't even watch it on your laptop? Uh, I was I was at work. Oh, okay. Uh, for, for reasons, this for very reasons. particular reasons, I had to watch it on my phone. It's anyway. not entertaining, I'll tell you that. But uh, what are we doing next? Uh, it, it is. We're gonna do a sequel, Serial Filler Two, Part Two. Going back to the Serial Filler uh, franchise that yeah. we haven't been in years. My some, first Serial Filler some episode. Real, some exciting. real crap. I, yeah, probably. Taking, I'm, taking I'm lives, looking forward to it after this. Taking lives, suspect zero. Suspect zero. That's Mr. Brooks. Elias Merhige one. One of them is. Yeah, suspect zero. Or no, that's apartment zero. Sus- one of these two movies is Elias Merhige. Okay. I don't remember which one is which. I get taking lives and suspect zero mixed up in my head all the time. Okay. But it's but it is taking lives. Mm-hmm. Suspect, suspect zero, zero and Mr. And Brooks. Mr. Brooks. Oh boy! Oh Finally, boy. Dane Cook. A movie I, I saw in the, the theater and hated, but <laughs> okay. have no memory of. Mr. Oh Brooks, boy. I really want to commit crimes like you do, Mr. Brooks. My, Ooh, yeah. my only memory of Mr. Brooks was that uh, Kevin and I went to see Mr. Brooks, but first we went to like the Monkey Pub or the College Inn or something and drank a bunch of beer. Another and we're like, classic. okay, it's time to go to the movies. And then we did, and we were like, we should have just stayed at the bar. Oh, man, I one hate of, when that one happens. One of those things where you're like, we, we were, I mean, at the, at the time being, we were like, do we want to have another round, or do we want to go this week? Ah, let's go to the movie. And then we got to the movie, and we're like, fuck. <laughs> and then we're, you know, we're drying out, so like starting our buzz is starting to wear off. and Having just, to pee a bunch. You know, not fun. Jesus. Um, the only thing I remember about Mr. Brooks, and I, I was working at the theater when it came out, which is why I that's saw That's right. It. But there's a the scene metro. in it where, because Kevin Costner's a serial killer. <laughs> And there's a part where he's like killing people and getting off on it, and he's going like, oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> and just Kevin Costner doing that, like, oh, nope, no. Oh, no. can't wait. That uh, that's not a thing we, we should be doing. It's gonna be good. It's very. Oh, I'm getting that. off on this. No, oh, no, 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 baby, no, no. we're not doing this. All right, no, so, we're doing it. So serial pillars, volume, volume two, it's happening. It is happening. It is happening. <laughs> so look forward to that, everybody, and thanks for listening to the podcast. Rate us and review us. Five stars only, please. Get up there on the Patreon, please. Get up there on the Patreon. Travis is reading some erotica from Heat 2 from the Heat. other day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got Heat 2. We reviewed that. We got another great episode coming up. All kinds of cool stuff on the horizon. And if you are not, you don't have time to listen to those episodes, just uh, sign up anyways because yeah, you can support bucks, us. You don't even need to think about it. If you ever, like, listen They'll be to there. This, there's like, if, uh, a, a few thousand of you, and if there's any, you're ever going to like, I like this podcast. Yeah, five maybe. bucks. Well, whatever. Yeah, we're, we're poor. None of us are rich. Not one of us. No, just our friend Rich. None of us have been rich all our lives like Shannon Tweed in Night Eyes 2. She could be first lady. She could be first lady. <laughs> the highest the highest office in the land. Mm. Uh, yes, follow us on Twitter, Letterboxd, all that good stuff. We love you. Thanks thanks for listening to this. Yeah, oh, you're, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> you're, you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> we did so then, so you don't have to. Suspense is killing us. Bye. 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 Bye.